Welcome back in for another week at the Park Up. A bit of a milestone week this week, fellas. A, it's the one month anniversary. Happy one month. Happy one month. Did everyone get presents or? No, no, no. We'll save that for the two month anniversary. Cleve brought roses for everyone. Did you? No, I didn't. But I brought, <laughs> I brought a golf club last week in uh, early celebration. Oh yeah, Tyler, he did for me. And also for Jack just being a gronk. <laughs> uh, B. This is the first week where all four of us are here to start the podcast. We've got Cleve, Brad, Jack's here for the whole ep this week. Woo! That's right. That's right. So as per usual, a lot to get to. We'll start it off. PGA slash live slash golf. Let's get it underway. Yeah. All right. Someone take me away because so I don't have the sheet up. We're going to start. <laughs> <laughs> where's your computer, Jacko? I don't know. Oh. Where's your laptop? I don't know. He's got a giant PC set up sitting right there, <clears throat> but table's in the way. That was more just for YouTube to watch. Well, <laughs> if you actually just uh, get up the document on your phone, Jack. I got it. I got it right here. This is not good. <laughs> this is not good. Okay. <laughs> while you're uh, start to the podcast. <laughs> while, while you're uh, getting your shit together, I'll kick us off, shall I? Yeah, go ahead. So it's three weeks until the Tour Championship FedEx Cup. Before I ask you guys who you like to take it out, I think Jack's going to take us through the format. The format of the FedEx Cup. So for everyone listening, and I'm not sure even we know what it is, <laughs> but I've looked it up, I've done some research, and here we are. So the FedEx Cup, um, it's the championship cup for the, the PGA, pretty much. It's what they win, what the player wins as a trophy. Um. And lots of money. And lots of money too, <coughs> yes. So it turns into a playoff series. So you've got three weeks. You've got this week, which is the St. Jude Championship, and that's the top 125 um, FedEx Cup rankings, so the, the top 125 uh, rated golfers, with, with it capping out at our big dick Rick, Ricky Fowler at number 125. <laughs> big dick Rick. <laughs> He's Did he come in at 125 or 124? No, 125 on the dot. Fuck. Mr. 125. <sighs> I love Ricky Fowler. Love him. If we were to put a two in front of the 125, what postcode would that be? Two That'd one. be West Pennant Hills. Would it? Yeah. Oh, nice. Anyway, keep going. Shout, <laughs> Shout out to West Pennant. <laughs> How do you know that off the top of your head? That's a really good question. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Okay, so anyways... Um, during the regular season, the players are awarded points to then, which uh, pretty much has the schedule of how they're uh, fucking ranked in the FedEx Cup. So during the regular season, the winner takes home 500 points, and if it's a major, they take home 600 points. In these next two weeks with the FedEx Cup and the BMW, the winners receive 2,000 points. So that... In saying that, it means that – so we've got 125 players in this field this week. Next week we've got 70, and then the final week is 30, I believe. That's pretty crazy. I think it's crazy. So now that we know the format, who do we like? Who's the favourites in your guys' view? Cam Smith. Well, Well, actually – I think he's gone from what <coughs> no, from the reports. He'll, he'll be going no. after, yeah, after the FedEx Cup. Okay, so that's that's sort of his last tournament, is it? Mm. Okay, 
Allegedly. He's going to go out on a win, surely. Well, it's hard to say because the players start on, on uh, well, the number one bloke who rate, rank, rank no fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one week off the podcast, I don't know how to fucking talk anymore. <laughs> Anyways, number one starts at 10 under, number two starts at 8 under, number three starts 7 under and so forth. So if you've to take home that number one spot is actually kind of fucking huge because you're going into a huge money-making tournament with a 10-shot lead on, a f- like, a lot of the field or at least a five-shot lead. That's massive. So it could be the difference maker. Yeah. So in saying that, you kind of need to think about who's at the top now, which is Scotty Scheffler or mm. Patrick <coughs> Cantley. I think um, Tony Finau would be up there now. So Cam, all the Cam Young, Cam Young, Cam Smith, all these boys, like they're gonna be, they're fucking really good golfers as it is. Give them a few shot lead. Can, I know Cam Smith can, can probably retain it, but who knows? This is more an open ended discussion. So, do you want me to run you through the favourites according to Sportsbet? Yeah, give it. All right, Rory McIlroy, oh. number one. Rory, how did I forget Rory? Rory? <laughs> Scotty Scheffler, number two. Cam Smith in at number three. Can you um can you give us the odds? Yeah. As right. well? Yep. Thanks, Tyler. Starting from the top. Let me just get a little bit closer to the mic here. Too comfortable. All right. Rory McElroy, twelve dollars. Scotty Scheffler, sixteen dollars. Cam Smith, seventeen dollars. Justin Thomas, seventeen dollars. Patrick Cantley, seventeen dollars. Xander Schufle, $19. He <laughs> <laughs> made it sound like it's a dessert. Yeah, well, <laughs> if you're going to have a name like that, you may as well say it with a bit of oomph to it. So whoever wins takes home 18 mil. Wow. That's fucking huge. We'll just round out the top the top 10. John Rahm, $21. Matthew Fitzpatrick, $23. And Tony Finau, some value here, I think, $23. 23 bucks. That's pretty good. He's top 10. Yeah. Wow. That's huge. Who knows? Like his, his hot streak could take it into a 2,000-point win and go straight up. He's got some form. Hope he plays well. I think Scotty Shuffler's got like a 1,400-point lead though on second, which is just fucking insane. Well, you know what they say. Winners are just losers who never gave up. And that's me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Nice, Cleve. Thanks. The callback. <laughs> Um, anything else you want to touch on in the FedEx Cup coming up, or do you want to? No, it's just pretty much just wait and watch and wait and watch and enjoy. See what the fuck happens? I'm rooting for the boys. I'm excited. Cam so Smith. excited. Fire out. I'm just good to see like all. I mean, this is kind of like Liv. I guess this is what Liv wants to be. The top 125 players in the world just going at it. And it might be the last time you see something like this, given the potential moves coming up. Yeah. Well, do you think that? If Cam Smith signs with Liv, that the PGA Tour is really going to ban him. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. You reckon? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Why would it, why yeah. would the rules not apply to him? Well, with this lawsuit going on. Well, mm. speaking of the lawsuit, let's dive into it, shall we? Liv players file lawsuit against PGA player sanctioning. Now, I'm aware it wasn't all Liv players. I think it was eleven. It was eleven, <clears throat> most notably Phil Mickelson and Bryson DeChambeau. Okay. And pretty much what they're wanting to do 
is from what I understand is they just want to be able to play. So a lot of players have come out and said that it, it completely contradicts what they've gone to live to do, which is to play less golf because you have to play a minimum of 15 events on the PGA Tour. You have to play 14 events there. So that's 29 weeks a year you're playing golf. Yeah. So who knows? I just think it's fucking... So what was that? What was that, Cleve? Who's going after who there? So it's those guys I mentioned and a couple of others going against PGA for the suspensions that they got for leaving. So so why why only eleven players? Well, that's that's just all that's involved, and I think that's about the extent of the players that they have that would actually be playing in the FedEx Cup. Dustin okay. Johnson. Yeah, I don't actually think he's in it. He's not in it. Mm. I think um, I think if it gains some momentum, I think it will jump on board. Yeah, well, I think that they've come out and said that with Bryson DeChambeau, I remember reading on Twitter, is that <laughs> it's kind of funny because the, the he's kind of suing the PGA Tour that he fucking, how do I say this? He pretty much said that I was falsely lying, that I was like the PGA Tour was the best on the world when he had signed the tour with like the golf, like the live tour, but it hadn't like released yet. So I read this thing and it was pretty much Bryson DeChambeau saying like the PGA tour made me say the PGA tour is the best tour on earth because they knew I was signing with live. You know what I'm saying? But in saying that, isn't, isn't it true? Yeah, it is. Looking at, looking at, looking at the players that's on the live tour and looking at the players on the PGA tour. I'm like you. You can't say the players on the Live Tour are better than the ones on the PGA. Yeah, but from like a law point, you could almost. Argue, well, I think they're trying to argue that the PGA Tour is Did making you, the yeah. players say okay. how good the tour is. Yeah, when they've like just to like make themselves feel better. But it kind of ends up in a backward spot because they've left knowing full well that they were going to be banned. Yeah, and now they're complaining about it. I don't get it. I, I don't 100% agree with the band. I do understand that they would be giving up market share for Live Golf to be owned and operated. and But then again, PJ's come out and just done exactly the same thing that Liv's going to be doing. So Yeah, it's weird saying that, Cleve, because like you're, you, you know you've gone over there, let's say, for the money right and Only for the money yeah for the money and um to to be then going back on yourself knowing that you're gonna that you were going to be banned from the um pga tour like it kind of i don't know what's going on yeah maybe right. maybe they assumed that more players would jump on board earlier and pga would try would like and, and like parent yeah <laughs> like, like like cleve said last year in an ideal world they'd coexist yeah so I don't know if that was one of Liv's promises. Like, we're going to get to a point where PJ won't have a choice but to coexist with us. I don't think you really can coexist with the PJ because it's so big. You've got the PGA, you've got sponsors throwing millions and millions and millions of dollars at every event pretty much every single week of the year, bar probably 15. So it's like, where's Liv going to fit? I want, it'll be interesting to see once sponsors start jumping onto Live. It'll be interesting to see if the PGA scrap them from their sponsorship as well. Yeah, that'll well, be interesting. I, I can't imagine they would be sponsoring both. 
like because a lot of it is the sponsorship is the event. You know, like there's the yeah. John Deere Classic or the BMW. Yeah, but the, the, the PGA's got sponsors lined yeah, up yeah. for fucking years. Like something came out last year. They've got like 184 sponsors ready to sign events. Right now they do. Yeah. What happens when Cam Smith and the rest of the crew jump Cam, on board with Cam Liv? Smith's not as big a deal outside of Australia. Like, yeah, he won the Open, but I think there was more people disappointed that Rory didn't win that than we're excited that Kim well, Smith won. He, he's trending. He's number two in the world. He's trending. Oh, yeah, yeah. But he's not – I don't think he's as marketable outside of Australia as he is here. Yeah. Wow, that's massive. Like, to be ranked number two in the world and not – I understand what you're saying because Rory's had a such a great career and stuff like that. But to be second in the world and not – I know we get yeah. fed Australian yeah. media, but – from what I've seen, he's pretty... Well, like, even after, like, all the posts after he won the Open, so many of them were just like, oh, I can't believe Rory didn't win. Rory deserved to win. Yeah, I, all this. like, even hearing, like, podcasts and stuff like that, and they're like, yeah, we're excited for him, but, like, oh, wouldn't it be awesome? And I'm like, fuck, man. But he didn't like, win. Yeah, so exactly like, right. Like, he held his own. <laughs> and there was another player in front of him. Like, yeah. he came third. Like, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Just, just be, just be grateful. Yeah, be mm. grateful. Be grateful that you won back in twenty fourteen. Classic. He he has had a video game. So. so, so with Cam Smith and the Live Talk, what do we think? The Live Saga. Yeah, Jacko, hit us off. I want to hear it. The Live Saga. Yes. I well, hear it. Do you want me to give you the headline well, so you can bounce off it? Yeah, go on. So, according to Cameron Percy, mm. but you can tell me who that is because I don't know. I don't know either. Friend of the show. Oh, yeah. oh, that Cameron. Yeah, that Cameron. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so according to Cameron Percy, Cam Smith and Mark Leishman, the two Aussies, they're gone. They're gone. Well, the only other Aussie left is Adam Scott. There's more than that, but the only big Aussie yeah. player yeah. Well, is, yeah. You got Matt Jones on Live Tour. Yeah. Jed and Morgan and all those And Adam Scott now. came out saying Cam- that. Sorry. Adam Scott came out saying that, like, he's been approached as well and it's big dollars. Yeah, of course it's big so, dollars. Fucking like, I don't I, – I see him – I see him going over. I see him going over. I think unless you're a legitimate chance to take out the PGA consistently to win to win opens and whatnot, why wouldn't you jump it's, over it's for hard, way too much money? It's hard to pass up that kind of money. Hey? Yeah. Well, that's, it's a no-brainer for them. People like Cam Smith – some may make the, the argument that he's got a legacy to uphold. 100 mil there. But, yeah, like we touched on F1. Mm. 100 one, mil. One month anniversary, by the way. Uh, F1, I mean, you're taking <laughs> that sort of money. I thought you said F1. <laughs> F1. 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 Episode 1. Well, just, just to go back, Cam Percy is an Aussie golfer. Yeah. So he finished eighth in the Wyndham Championship. Which was last week. Yeah. What a dog to spill the beans like that. I wonder if he got permission from Cam Smith to come out and say that before he just went ahead and spilled the beans. Well, he dead set looks like a toe. I mean, the listeners can't <laughs> see the picture that I'm showing up, but that is an overgrown toe. That is, <laughs> that is not what I expected him to look like. Oh. If you're not in a car, just go look. What's his name? Cameron Percy? Cameron Percy. Go look him up. He looks nothing like how you think he'd look like. <laughs> Uh, but then when you think about it, he looks exactly how he should look. 
you know what? <laughs> uh, so Clay, guess, what, yeah. what do you think of what do you think of Cam Smith potentially going over? I think I think you heard it here first. I think we're going to go as far to say he's gone. We're going to yeah. agree with Cameron Percy. Okay. Well, yeah, I reckon. Like it's a, I mean, it being run by Greg Norman, he would one hundred percent want more Aussies on it, and especially one that's just won the Open and playing as well as he has been. Um, but, you know, 100 mil, I don't know. There's a there's a video on YouTube. I can't remember who did it, but it was like a walkthrough of Cam Smith's house. He lives in Jacksonville, Florida. Mm, like, I've seen that. Yeah. He's, the amount of fishing equipment that bloke could buy with $100 million. <laughs> <laughs> Just unreal. Very nice, unreal. Very yeah. nice house, very nice boat. Very nice cars. Yeah. I think he's living it up as Very well, nice so. mullet. Yeah. yeah. And very nice claret jug. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shame it only fit two beers in it. Yeah. Not yeah. enough, you reckon? No. It'd be good for it's me, though, because I don't think I could scull more than two beers. <laughs> <laughs> so so do you think... It's no o- big burger, o- is it? Open nah. to discussion. Do you think with the signing of Cam Smith, do you see other players going over? No. Like, no. no. I don't Even though he is a major signing? I don't think he's a needle mover. No, no. Okay. I think it, it just draws more attention to viewers. Yep. Do you think? Do you think day, uh, DJ getting signed was more of a mover? To an extent, yeah. because you've got a lot of like touching on the Ryder Cup. Like the bloke fucking didn't lose a match last game. So like last year, like he went six nil. He's been in the running of like everything he's played in. Yeah. So so. With Liv signing these players, who 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 do they need to sign? Tiger Woods. <laughs> no, not even. All right, who do, like yeah, they, who do need they need to sign like to move Rory players? Or Scotty Scheffler, JT, Jordan Spieth. Maybe yeah. not Spieth, but even like Ricky Fowler, like the golden boy of not yeah. golden boy, but like the old love child of the PGA. Yeah. Which I don't think they will. I don't think any of those guys would go. No, I don't think so. Not even if the money's right. No, not if the money's right. If the pl- if the competition's right, they'd go. Yeah, I think those those guys are, you know, they've already made however many tens of millions of dollars, and it's like, you know, well, what more do you need? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So in that same report, that Cameron Percy report, someone and his name's eluding me, but he came out and he said that he's amazed how many people don't care about where the money's come from, which no, is what. It was him. It was him. Yeah. So Cleve touched on it last week. Like that money could be coming from anywhere. We won't say where among all the, all the possibilities, but he's amazed that people just don't care. Like that's dirty money. Like, would you care? No. If if you go, like there's no clean money in the world. Like at all. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) You can't. This is another thing I said last week. Do you you care where your money get like, where your money comes from when you're employed. No, you just want to get paid at the end of the week. So you don't really care. I mean, I mean, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. But if I knew that it was like some fucked up something, I'd be going, okay, maybe not. But then again, like you look at all these big brands who have been like accused of sweatshops and everyone still rocks that. You're wearing a Nike jumper right now. So, yeah. Like, who knows? Like who, it's all fucking dirty money at the end of the day. Yep. I'm sure there's some diamond rings on some lady's fingers that fucking 
The old blood diamond. Yeah, there's a, there's a movie about it. What a movie! <laughs> so like, it's a roaring trade. I, I wouldn't care. I wouldn't care because because I don't get paid enough as it is. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a hundred mil and let me just record a podcast for the rest of my life. Okay, yeah, that, it might play in, it might play into your decision making a bit more if you've already got a shit ton of money though. Yeah, you would think so. Yeah, but I mean, if you did some digging and some investigating. Into the where the PGA gets their money from, I'm sure it's not clean. Yeah. So I just, it's kind of like, how clean do you want to start? Yeah. I mean, you think like, what, how many insurance companies are like the event sponsors for PGA events? And it's like, insurance companies are like the biggest rot ever. Yeah. It's coming to the earth. Yeah. They don't even give money back to people who've had their house burnt down or something. Yeah. Poor pricks. But yeah, I think that's it. I think that's it for the golf. Just waiting for the FedEx Cup to kick off. Um, this live saga. Wait till that unfolds. Well, there was the uh, women's major this week as well. If anyone watched it, awesome little bunker shot to cement the win. And uh, yeah, that was about it. But who won? Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> Why do you do this to me? <laughs> This uh, was all you. Yeah, I know it was all me. That's how unprepared I am. I full had it up. One second. I actually screenshotted it. That's how prepared I was. Um, on a playoff, I think. I don't know. A. Some lady won. I'm sure she was. <laughs> I'm sure she was really good. You can't say that. Oh, well, we don't know her name. Ashley. Buhai. Buhai. South oh, African. It's South African. I yeah. don't know how to say that. Let's see. Let me have a read. I'm good with South African names. It's South African. What was her first name? Ashley. Ashley Buha. Anyway, she had a really good, pretty much put it to like a foot from a bunker shot and just tapped it in the wind and started crying. Nice. It was awesome. Beauty. But yeah. Love to see it. Women's major. Alrighty. So here's what we're going to do, fellas. I'm going to give you guys... My AFC predictions, division by division, and you guys are going to tell me why I'm NFL, right. By the way, yes, it is the NFL. You're going to tell me whether you agree or disagree. For those that don't know, in each conference, there's four divisions. Among those divisions, there's four division winners. Those four division winners go straight through to the playoffs, and then the three teams with the remaining the remaining three teams with the best record also make the playoffs. So seven teams in total. Isn't there a wild card? Well, that is the wild. So if you if you have the best record in the conference, you'll get a bye week. Mm. The rest of them play in the wild card round. Yeah. Yeah. And there's two conferences, which is the AFC and the NFC, and we're going to cover the AFC. Yep. My hometown. <laughs> is it? What? The AFC, what does that stand for? American Football Conference. Okay. And what's the NFC stand for? National Football Conference. National Football Conference. Okay, so we'll start off with the AFC East. Here we've got the Bills, Dolphins, Patriots and Jets. Go Tigers. Bills to win the division. Dolphins to come in second and also make the playoffs. Who's this? The Bills. No, no, what's the division? Bills, Patriots. Uh, AFC East. AFC East. Okay. Bills, so I've got Bills to win the division, go straight to the playoffs. Uh-huh. I've got Dolphins in second in the division and to still make the playoffs. We do we? 
with you. I'm, I'm predicting Tua develops quite nicely. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Bit of a he's got a he's got a better offense than he's ever seen before. And who's the other two teams? And then I've got Patriots in third spot, missing the playoffs. And I've got the Jets as per usual. Yeah, they suck. stinking up the joint. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I was going to make a joke about the Jets making it, but I can't even do that. <laughs> Any uh, anyone disagree with that? Don't disagree at all. That's that's an easy division. Yeah, that's an easy division. I feel like the Patriots can make a run, but I don't think they'll get it done. Lock it in, sports, but look, lock it in, lock it in. AFC West. Now this is the hardest one. So we've got the Chargers, Chiefs, Raiders, and Broncos. Those were my picks in order. So I've got Chargers winning the division, going straight to the playoffs. Yep. Chiefs coming second and stealing the last spot in the playoffs because it's yeah, it's going to be a tough division. I reckon the Chiefs are going to lose to the Chargers. Yep. That's huge. Well, they've lost Tyreek Hill, Tyrone Matthew. That's massive. Their best defensive player. He's a safety, by the way. Yep. If anyone knows what a safety is, I do not want to explain the position. I'm I'm sure most of our listeners are pretty well over it, you know. And if they're not, they can do their own little research in their own time. Yeah, Brad can walk you through what the position <laughs> means. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you if you were to try and guess what a safety it's a defensive position. Yeah. Try to describe a safety. Safety is pretty much a fullback in the line. <laughs> like as in, as in he doesn't stand like, he, he's a fullback. Yeah, yeah, he stands yeah. all the way back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, not yeah. On, he's not on man-to-man coverage. Yeah, exactly well, right. Well, actually, he can be he man-to-man. He can be, but yeah. You've been playing too much Madden. <laughs> just, oh. just zone. <laughs> what do you mean? I don't even pick my plays. I just go on recommended. <laughs> It just goes blitz every time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> nothing worse. Scum of the earth. Uh, yeah, and then I've got Raiders in third spot. Broncos bottoming out at fourth spot. Oh, yeah. Any disagreements there? No, but that is a stacked division. It is stacked. Like, if you were to spread those teams across all four divisions, all four of them could just about be division winners. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. Yeah, I think maybe the Chiefs would go first, but. Just even even losing Tyron Matthew, yeah. Tyreek or Anthony Hitchens? Yeah, still think. Just the, so char- just such a good team. Chargers have added um, Khalil Mack. Yeah, Massive. That is huge. And they're already star-studded. They've got stars. They don't have a weakness. I can't name a weakness in that team. Oh, I agree with you. Yeah. I agree with you. It's just hard to pass up Patrick Mahomes, that's all. Yeah, but to be fair, if you take away the quarterbacks – Chiefs probably have the worst team out of the four, but the only reason I've got them in second and making the playoffs is purely because Paddy Mahomes. So. Just a freak of nature. Oh, Even last year he had a bit of a stinker. He had a, st- he had a stinker and then you go back over his numbers and his highlights and you're like, holy shit. That's, like, that's, all, that's MVP calibre in a lot of other seasons in, in past what, years. What was it, like his first 100 touchdowns, he'd only thrown 30 interceptions? Oh. Something like that. Yeah. And that's with a high interception season last year. Mm. So. He's a freak. And we will get into some Jack's Crystal Ball NFL tips as far as Ooh, MVP yeah. goes, defensive player of the year, offensive player and whatnot. We won't do it today. Oh, God, no, because I'm not prepared. We'll give you guys a few weeks to save up some money, put it in the sports bet, and just throw the house on everything Jack says. And gamble responsibly. <laughs> I feel like we have to say that every time we mention online betting. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Gamble responsibly. Do you have to say it if you just tell them to go to a TAB? Yeah. Still gamble responsibly? I guess so. Well, it's not a slogan for sports bet. Yeah, I know. but It's just a slogan for What's the difference it? between going to a TAB oh, machine? He, he just said for online betting. So, like, if we're encouraging them to go in, get out, stretch their legs, then <laughs> is it all right? 
<laughs> Who the fuck? These like you see, t- you walk past TAB offices or well, it's not an office because you're not. I mean, those little shops with it's, just it's TAB. It's an office for us because it's work. But <laughs> like, who the fuck goes in there? Yeah, we were down in Melbourne and I went to Jack. I was just like, are they are those things still a thing? There's one in River. The one in River yeah. is a sad, sad place. I'm like, you can't you can't get beers there. You pretty much just punting. Yeah. Well, there's yeah. there used to be one at Round Corner as well, just down from. Jack's Barbershop, Stonecutters. Well, it's not a sad place. Friend it's, of the podcast. It's my Sponsor happy of the place. Podcast. Sponsor of the podcast. Go ahead, Jack. It's my happy place. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll keep it moving. AFC North, I've got Bengals in one spot going straight to the playoffs. Upgraded their offensive line, which was their main weakness, so I can't see them taking a step back. Yeah. Ravens in the second spot. Browns in the third spot. Steelers in the fourth spot. And I've only got Bengals going through, so that even though the Ravens are going to secure the second spot in the division, I still think they miss the playoffs. Okay, okay. I think that with the um, Steelers, you can't really write them off because they always fucking go and come out of the gates wild. I think they've got an ageing team. Obviously, Big Ben's gone, not that he's been much help the last couple of seasons, but that defence is ageing dramatically. Oh, yeah. So I think, I think they're due for a reset, and I think it'll do them the world of good to actually have a bad season. Yeah, I, I think... Cleveland's going to finish last. Yeah? Yeah. Just was reading before Kareem Hunt's requested a trade. But you know what, though? Yeah, you lose Kareem Hunt, that's a big out, but they've also got Nick Chubb as their RB1. So you don't really need him. I mean, he's a luxury to have. Yeah. But you've got Nick Chubb, probably the second best running back in the NFL. Yeah. So you you can cover that. Then they don't have a quarterback for the first six weeks. At least six weeks. Yeah. I still think they'll finish the season strong enough to pip the Steelers. Who, who's the Steelers quarterback? That guy they took in the first round. Oh, what a hey, bad pick! Hey, you're talking about my team now. Who? You're not Cleveland a Steelers Browns. fan. No, I think we're steering you away from there. Yeah, you're not. You're not going. <laughs> Grabbing you by the ears and say, "Hey, go that way." <laughs> is, it, is it Kenny Pickett or Mason? Yeah, Rudolph? yeah, Kenny Pickett's the the quarterback they just drafted, and, and they got Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, so I think Mitch Trubisky from reports, is probably going to start the season. Can't imagine him lasting long. And then it'll be Pickens taking over, who is one of the worst first-round quarterbacks I've ever seen. <laughs> so I, I could be proven wrong, but I doubt it in this case. Yeah, you, you find it hard to be done over by a first-round pick. You know, like if you said whatever in the 10th round yeah, and well, then they come out big and it's like, oh, that's mad. The first yeah. round one, it's like, no, they're a bust. Yeah, 100%. I don't, I don't care what they do. 100%. I think you put any you put me in there and you're not going to have a good season. You had a tight spiral on in a Rebel Sport the other day when you were Ooh, throwing yeah. me the football. The little mini footballs yeah. and I still couldn't get the spiral right. No, it was, it was better than mine. No. I might have to go with the Bills. What? <laughs> <laughs> For my team. So oh, I've right. just been thinking about oh, right, it. Right, because right. Bublo Bill. Good ice cream. I think that's yeah. Isn't that what you said? That's what I said. Yeah, episode one. Yeah, but I'm, like I'm happy for you to piggyback off that, and that is bandwagoning though because they are predicted to win the AFC this year. Yeah, you're gonna have to. We're gonna have to do like the little chatterbox thing that we did in primary school. <laughs> be like, one, two, three, pick a number. Okay, the bill. What color? I think you need to find a player that you love. And you got to support that team. Like Adrian Watch him Peterson. Watch up with the Chicago Bears or something. That's, uh, yeah. I'll touch on the Chicago Bears next week. I think they've got a bright future and you guys are going to roast me about it. But we'll save yeah. that for another time. That's okay. Uh, AFC South. I say this with a heavy heart. 
because my beloved Tennessee Titans aren't going to win the division. I've got the Colts coming in number one, Titans in two, Jaguars in three, and Texans in four. Last spot uh, in the playoffs will go to the Titans just scraping in there. Thoughts? Didn't you say the Chiefs? Were the that that was two groups ago. Oh no, yeah. Sorry, uh, you're right. You're in, right. As in to yeah. scrape in. So they'll scrape in the seventh spot. Titans to scrape in the sixth spot, just because they're playing in a relatively improved but relatively weak division. And I'm a Titans fan, so I'm a bit biased. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, but we're for it. Yeah. And I actually don't think you're too far off the the bias because the Tennessee Titans are fucking insane. So yeah, they've. Um, I think the loss of AJ Brown, obviously massive. And then you lose Julio Jones, who didn't play a whole lot last year, but still massive. Our receiving corpse, not looking good. Not looking good at all. we got Robert Woods as our, our best wide receiver coming off an ACL and not much else. Besides, our, besides our little rookie, but, you when, know. When's the trade window end? Uh, week eight. But what, we don't have much to trade. That's the problem. All we've got is overpaid defensive players that are in their 30s. <laughs> so, well, what, do you, what do you think? Uh, Jacksonville looks like this year with a coach that doesn't kick their players and uh, <laughs> hopefully developing um, T- Trevor Lawrence. Well, let me get this up here. So, sorry, I was going to touch on these guys. I just want to make sure I get their names right. Great question, Clay. It's a great, great question. question. You've just, stunned him. Just bear with me. No, I was expecting this question. <laughs> I tell you what we haven't um, put on the sheet And it's something that you boys wanted to cover The Commonwealth Games Yeah I know But, uh-huh. but um, it's not over yet so Is it? Yeah, yeah it's over Oh yeah I knew that But we'll do it next week uh, <laughs> that, uh, Anyway So here's what they've done Right They've strengthened the offensive line Thank God Because Trevor Lawrence was about to be in a retirement home Behind that offensive line If he stayed there too long <laughs> They've added Zay Jones and Christian Kirk, overpaid to get them both, but that's what you've got to do when you're a small market team. Solid receivers. So what do I see this year? I see a better version of Trevor Lawrence. I see him actually developing rather than just being a punching bag in the pocket next year. And um, look, they're not going to make the playoffs. I think they're a long way off that, but they're trending in the right direction. So just for reference, Trevor Lawrence last season, 12 touchdowns. 17 interceptions. Oh, shocking. 70, 71 passer rating. You suck. Now, let me ask you this. Name one of the wide receivers he's, he was throwing to last year. No idea. Yeah, exactly. So the crowd. Well, <laughs> i tell you who you, could, you probably could. Um, you could say anyone on any other team because it seems like he threw them the ball more than he did his own <laughs> fucking teammates. Yeah. <laughs> but that wouldn't be receivers, would it, Jack? Well, technically. <laughs> Uh, the ball. They also added um, Evan, Ing- Evan Ingram from the New York Giants. So he's a, he's a bit of a talent as well. Too bad he's just been trying to catch passes from fucking Daniel Jones for the last few years. But, uh, yeah, so I think they'll trend in the right direction. I don't think you'll see a 12-touchdown, 17-interception season. I think you'll see a 15-touchdown, 24-interception season. <laughs> I think it'll be around these numbers, right? 25 touchdowns. Oh, that's a big yeah, jump. Yeah, that's, that's a big jump. And I think you'll see around 11 interceptions. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I see it. I see it. I'm envisioning it and I see it. Probably the most hyped quarterback coming into the NFL 
from the draft since Peyton Manning. Let's not forget that. Uh, wouldn't you say Joe Burrow? Yeah, he had a fair bit of hype, but in terms of... Um, the amount of time that he was hyped up for. Yeah, because he was hyped up during the Joe Burrow draft as well. He just wasn't entering it. Yeah, that's true. And, and the right fact that college. Joe Burrow beat Trevor Lawrence in the, um, in the championship, I think that had a lot to do with Joe Burrow's hype as well. So, yeah, those are my... Uh, those are my Division picks for the AFC. And the reason we touch on all these picks is because the preseason starts this week. Well, we've had the Hall of Fame game, but the official 32-team preseason does start this week. It's a bit, I don't, what do you think about the preseason? <sighs> do you think it means much? No. Because it doesn't it, mean anything because you've got teams going four zip and then fucking having the season in negative, like, how many games are they? 17? It's like four and... Whatever the other number is. You're, you're legit lucky to see your starters play for more than it's one, just, for more than one drive. It's just to give the blokes like Valentine Holmes and Jared Hayne <laughs> a fucking <laughs> run for their money. Yeah, I think it's more for the coaches to practice their play calls and I don't know. I don't, get, I just, get everyone in the motion, on the same page. All maybe the, it's actually just to practice the, the, the hype chat before the game. Maybe it's for the coaches rather than the players. I think that's got something to do with it. Yeah. Maybe. It's boring as batshit though. Yeah, it is. Like even like yeah, you get a glimpse of the rookies, but no, not for it. Not for it. But you gotta do it. Shall we move on to the NBA? Anything else anyone wants to jump into there? No, just other than um Brad, have you had any more thoughts on what team you're gonna follow? Well, considering that you're trying to move me on from the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, you definitely not sh- need to not move sure on. About from, that. You definitely need to move on from the Cleveland Browns. <sighs> if Cleve, you could, who do you support? The Carolina Panthers. You support, you fucking support the Cleveland Browns. Do you? No. Yeah, you do. I bought the merchandise because it has my name on it. <laughs> you fucking support the Cleveland Browns. So did you go for the Cabs? Yes. No. You, you did. did. When Le- Who do you go for in the NBA? No LeBron James. <laughs> I actually don't go for anyone in the NBA. You went for the Cavs? You went for the Cleveland Browns? <laughs> They're not in the NBA. No, I'm just saying, what? We can't support more than one team in, in a sports league. <laughs> what? That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm not rattling off the, the amount of teams he's followed for the NBA because all right. it's probably oh, okay. all the teams that LeBron played for. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, do you support the Lakers now? No. Well, there's the answer to your question. So who do you support? No one. What the fuck? I enjoy basketball. Anyways, Brad. I have teams I like more than others. Don't follow the Cleveland Browns. And that's coming from a Minnesota Vikings fan. When, yeah. the, when, the, season start, when the season kicks off, I'll have a team for you guys. Okay. Do some research. Yeah. I already have. I still yeah. think we should pick his team. No, well, I think we should give him four teams, and then he has to pick. I think Tyler. I think Tyler's right though. For me to get into it, I've got to pick a player and yep. just go. Fuck it, I'm following him. Yeah. So. So that's like me, Dwayne Wade, Miami Heat. Yeah. And now I'm stuck with him, you know. But well, that, that's like me with the with the Roosters. It was Craig Wing. I'm half Filipino. Craig Wing's half Filipino. Yeah. That's why I supports supported started supporting the Roosters. So. Wow! Really? Yeah. That's awesome. Nice. I started following the Panthers because of Reese Wesser. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You loved wow. Reese Wesser. I love Reese Wesser. Wesser. With a Reese Wesser. 
Is that is that Jack's baby talk? Yeah. <laughs> you should see him with a with a belly full of piss when he does it. Oh my god, <laughs> it's something to be seen. Oh yeah, something awesome, awesome. Uh, we'll jump into the NBA because we want to ju- jump into the F one, the NRL, and whatnot. So uh, we talked about KD's trade request week one, F one, I should say. So today he reiterated his trade request. And he's only going to stay if Sean Marks, who's the GM of the Nets, and Steve Nash, the head coach, leave. What are your thoughts? That's insane. Didn't he ask for Steve Nash? Yep, it was his decision to bring Steve Nash in. I think KD's a spoilt brat. Yeah, it's it's getting a bit like that, isn't it? And it's getting to the point where it's like I would almost rather not watch him at all. Yeah, like... How can a player so good be so, like, emotionally disconnected from, like, just fucking up the off-season every year? You know what I mean? And the other thing is, like, he has a contractual obligation to these guys. They don't have to move him on if they don't want to. Four years. Four years. He fucking signed the contract. And they can literally, if he refuses to play, they can pretty much get all the money back they pay him from suing him. Do it. Fuck Kevin Durant. Fuck that guy. Honestly, I don't, I'm I don't sick think of his shit. I don't think they're ever gonna because of KD's age and injury history and all the rules about the around this um, rookie extensions and Ben Simmons can't play with other max rookie deals and whatnot. I don't think they're ever gonna get the deal that they want. In that case, I reckon they just do exactly what you said, Jack. Keep him on board. If you want to sit out half the season, go for it. If you want to sit out the full season, go for it. It's your legacy. Yeah, and it's also I'm going to take my money back. Yeah. So enjoy not being paid for a whole year, you fucking cockhead. And I think KD loves the game too much to sit on the sidelines for a whole year. They should actually bench him. Steve Nash should turn around and be like just an old school coach and be like, no, you haven't done your reps. You're not playing. I don't care how good you are. I don't care how much of a difference. If you're not fucking at training at 6am, there's a bit of punishment to it. I think it's it's a real culture setter as well. Yeah. So I think I'm all – if they let him just walk back into that team after sitting on the sideline till February, what sort of what sort of standard does that set, you know? And, and what is it – it talks more about you as a coach than them as a player. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't agree with it. I feel like every single time there's a little quiet moment in the NBA offseason, Kevin Durant's, <laughs> yeah. hey, baby. Yeah, you, exactly. Exactly you, right. What can I fuck up now? So he's, he's not happy when he's playing on potentially – the greatest team to ever be put together at the Warriors. Not happy when he's women, winning MVPs with his supposedly best mate, Russell Westbrook. Gets everything he wants at the Nets, still not happy. When yeah. is he happy? I think he's a bit of a mummy's boy. I don't know. Like, I just don't – I don't know what would make him happy. Maybe do you, a new do you know what would be funny is if he actually ended up, like, just being such a detriment to them that they're like, yeah, whatever, we're just going to keep you on, you're not going to play – and he gets to the end of that. No one wants to take him on. He ends up playing in Turkey. Right, after four years. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, he rocks up at the NBL. <laughs> yeah, he's well. in, in a Sydney Kings jersey. Oh, my God. Not showing up to practice. But, again, I think it touches on the whole thing. Of it needs to happen. It needs to be said to Kevin Durant that you're not the boss. You're not the one fucking paying every – like, you're not in charge of the money. You're not the accountant. So – no. Either put your fucking uniform on and I'll see it tip off or fuck off. And but I think that a lot of teams are going to see this and how much controversy he causes and how unhappy he is. 
And it's going to be like, well, why would I give up so much for something that could only last six months? It's true. He's yeah, just as bad as Kyrie. Yeah, but Kyrie actually fucking wants to play the fucking game of basketball. No, so bullshit. Sometimes. No sometimes. way. The complete opposite. Kyrie Irving never wants to play basketball. Ever. Yeah, not in Brooklyn. No, he's shocking. He's not KD's not worse than within Kyrie. No way. He's a bit more of a... I to say, you put... <laughs> it's like they've just gotten the two most fucked up NBA players in that terms and just put them same... Yeah. And they've just... It's a breeding ground for, like, <laughs> shit behaviour. And they put James Harden in there as well. Yeah, and he's probably <laughs> the next worst superstar as well. Yeah. Fat, lazy prick. <laughs> I was about to say that. Uh, nah, I, like, I actually like James Harden sometimes. He, he just signed a huge deal, didn't he? No, he actually took a pay cut so that... um. So he re-signed though, re-signed with Philly. Yeah, so Philly. still it's huge money, 33 mil a season, but he was eligible for like a, one of those 55, 60 mil a season max contracts and he said, no, I'll take less money. You go build a team, I want to win a, win a chip. Yeah, that's, Good to see. That's what that's what needs to happen. We need to see some more of that in the NBA. I'm sick of people just chasing the bag. Yeah. Like you get people like KD, you get people like Dame who just fucking you can't build anything around him. That's going to actually contend. I'm cool for you taking the bag. Like, go get your money. So it goes back to live. Like, go take the, all the money in the world. But if you're going to do that, you got to you got to earn that money. You got to play. You got to put everything in. You got to put everything in. But these players just don't want to do it. Uh, part two of the NBA ceilings. We'll roll to my left. So we're doing just for those who don't know, we're doing six teams each week, uh, three from each conference, and last week. I'd tell you who we did, but I've completely forgotten. But it wasn't these teams. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so, starting with the Bucks, go ahead, Cleve. I reckon NBA Finals. Winning. Ooh. Going all the way. Going Chip. all the way. Again. Huge. Yeah. I don't think it's that huge. I think it's huge because they need to stay relatively injury-free. That's that's a big question mark, yeah. That's the question mark. It, it's a question mark on every team. Though. It is. They would have won this year, but Adam Mill. We went to school. Went to school Chris, with Adam Middleton. Chris Middleton. <laughs> Chris Middleton. That's his name. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Chris Middleton. Yeah. I, don't, I still don't think that they would have won it all this year. No, but it's a big question mark, isn't yeah, it? It is a big question mark. Brad. Um, I'm I'm the same as Cleve. I'm not sure about winning it though. I see yeah. them making the finals. Um, but yeah, that's, I think that's it. Second round. Oh, yeah. Wow. I think it's going to be Fuck. a little bit of a little bit of a just fucking slip up. It's going to be four games that they just can't win, and it's going to be in the second round. I tend to I tend to lean towards Jack. I've got him. I've got him here, top four seed, ceiling Eastern Conference Finals. That's an aging team. Chris Middleton's in his thirties. Drew Holiday's in his thirties. Uh, they've lost. Oh, what's his name? Deontay Divincenzo. Big loss as well, coming off the bench. So their depth has taken a hit. Yeah, I think they. I think they need a reset before they can make another run. And they're in the east. They're in the east, right? Yeah. Before I have my big spiel about it. <laughs> so the Jake, east, the east is getting stronger. So Jack, sure. you reckon that's their ceiling? Round two. Round like, two. I wouldn't go that low. Like surely, if you got Giannis on your team, you could definitely make a run to the Eastern Conference Finals. Well, two more rounds, you fucking won the NBA. So, like, it's not yeah. that low. That's fourteen games. Like, I'm going round two. Round two, it's their ceiling. Yeah, I like it. Wow. I like a bit of controversy. Their ceiling. 
Okay. I think so. And okay. I honestly could see you being right there. I think there's six teams that could beat them in over four games, over seven games. I wouldn't go that far. Or f- four. Who would the four be? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you were on such a good roll there. Knicks. Oh my. Celtics. What the, heat. the fuck did you just say? <laughs> the Knicks. Unreal. Unreal. But yeah, Tyler, yourself. Yeah, so top four seed, Eastern Conference Finals se- um, ceiling. Yep, I think they, I think they need to make a trade and change it up a little bit before they take another step back towards the finals. Uh, this is a funny one. The Orlando 76ers? Magic. Seventy sixes. Are you going to tell you who's going to beat them? Oh yeah, go on. Miami seventy sixes. The Nets, if they get their shit together, and possibly the Bulls. Hmm. And the Knicks. <laughs> Yeah, well. So who knows? But you never know. Like you could have the Hawks up there this year. You could have like the Hawks fucking had a pretty good run for it last year. No, that, the year before, ago. yeah. And they made some. Uh, they got Dejounte Murray coming down. So yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. But yeah, I don't, I don't look at them and think who's going to stop them. You know what I mean? Uh, the Orlando Magic, Cleve. It's an interesting one. Yeah, they've got a lot of supposed young talent there. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see what happens with Paulo Benchero. Yep. Um, I could see them ceiling getting a eight seed. Really? Ceiling. That early? Yeah, that's I reckon. Um, so yeah, that's the plan. I don't think they'd win that. So do you think that um, Benchero, am I saying that right? Um, well, I hope so. I hope so. Uh, do you think that he's a sort of rookie that's going to come out uh, NBA ready sort of thing? I think so. But he's got again, the body type. Yeah, again, you don't know till. It's, it, it's one thing to do it in summer league, but when it's full-fledged kids against adults. Yeah. Like proper grown men out there to try and just whoop you. So, I don't know. It'd be interesting. Yeah. So, you're saying they're going to jump eight spots. We're talking about ceiling. I'm not saying they're going to. I'm saying their ceiling. Their ceiling is the bottom of the floor. <laughs> <laughs> there is no ceiling. Getting white. <laughs> getting white. They're a t- they were a 22 and 60 team. They're not getting any better. Any better? No. Yeah. I don't know about that. I don't see how you can get any worse. But <laughs> <laughs> No, I think, I, think like, I, I didn't go as far for this one to say – their ceiling is a certain seed. Instead, what I said was huge improvement, player development season. So I just see all their young their young boys getting better. And the following season, if they get another draft pick or maybe a free agent signing, then I see the eighth seed, but not really this year for me. I would say they're a 30 to 35 win team this year. Yeah, I reckon yeah. that. I reckon 30 win team would be their ceiling if I put one on it. Yeah. I think that's pretty good. Back yourself, Tyler. I've I'll got a. You. I've got Siri actually quoting everything I say and trying to search for it on Google. <laughs> I, like, I like how you said on. I'm not sure if it was the last podcast or the podcast before that, but looking at the team and looking at the depth, there's no, there's no MVP from that team. No. So, and I think what they'll be relying on is that their number one pick becomes that. I don't know. He's an NBA-ready player, but I still have question marks over his ceiling. But anyway, it'll be interesting. 
We just had to get you – know, we have to get some of these shit teams out of the way, so that's why they're in there. <laughs> uh, Charlotte Hornets. Again, it's another one of those teams. It's a nothing team, eh? Especially I mean, with Miles Bridges potentially – In jail. <laughs> in jail. <laughs> <laughs> it seems to be a common theme with people on this show, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Join Benny Barber and fucking Jared Hay. Oh. <laughs> you, I don't know if you remember, but you cut that part out. Yeah, I know. <laughs> There's no reference here. Shall I? Anyway. No. Um, yeah. Well, <laughs> Miles Bridges has been a bad boy and he's in trouble. <laughs> he might not be playing in the NBA season this year. <laughs> or, or ever again. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think they do very well. Maybe you- a 12th, 12th seed. Well, they were a 43-win team last season. Yeah, so do you think they're getting any better or any worse? I think they're getting worse. Yeah, if they lose their second best player, makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I mean, Lonzo's insane. Lamella. Yeah. My bad. Um, yeah, he's a great player, but it's kind of a nothing team. Yeah. Brad? Agreed. 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 Yeah. Yep. Same yep. team. Yeah, I Same think team. maybe 10th seed, sneak into the playing game, get beaten to a bloody pulp. Yeah, about the same as last season. <laughs> yeah. Clippers. Oh, that's a tough one. I reckon second round. Really? Yeah. Ceiling? Second Ceiling. round. With the Bucks. <laughs> no. Different conference. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like. Same, same level. Same level. I, I didn't say that about the Bucks. <sighs> it's going to so, happen. Yeah, no. I don't, I don't really like them as a team. I think they're I think they're really well coached. Tyron Lou, one of the better coaches in the NBA. Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, healthy, mm. pretty damn scary. It's a big question mark there. Big, it is a big question mark. But assuming they're healthy, I've gone out on a limb here. I could see them making an NBA Finals run. Wow, that's huge. Because you remember last season without Kawhi Leonard, they made the Western Conference Finals through pure good coaching from Tyron Lou. They're True. deep. They've got a they've got a seriously deep roster. They've got a player to cover just about every position. So I could see it happening, assuming good health. Jack? I like it. Yeah, I it's definitely one of those teams that's gonna fly under the radar this year because they've been together for so long. Yeah. Um, so I could definitely probably see them Western Conference finals, if not How Second round. round. How many rounds? Are, I was about to say the third round, but Fir- that's Western so Conference final, isn't it? There's four rounds, including the finals. Yeah, so you got the first two rounds and the Western Conference and then the finals. Yeah. Yeah. So I was going to say the Western Conference finals and the third round. So that's right, I guess. But yeah, I'm <laughs> yeah. going to say the third round. Ceiling. Glad we're here to educate the audience. <laughs> <laughs> and ourselves. <laughs> Brad... I'm going to agree with Jacko here. Um, yeah, third round, hit the ceiling. Yep. Won't make the final. Perfect. Let's just roll through these last two real quick, even though one of them sort of interesting, being the Pelicans. Sneaking into the eight. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. And do you see them skipping up to the second round or a <sighs> no, first round exit? I think first round exit. Ceiling, second round. Yeah. But realistically, I reckon a first round exit. Throw Zion in that mix, and you look at that team. It's pretty, uh, it's pretty spicy. Well, he needs to stop eating the cheeseburgers, and he might be all right. <laughs> 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 they say eat a salad, you reckon? 
Any disagreement there, Brad? Uh, Brad or Jack? Negative. Nah. No. Agreed. Agreed. S- Smoothie King Arena to present. Really good. Really good stadium, actually. It's so small. Yeah. Just like really nice and cozy. Unlike Zion, he's a large man. Yeah. <laughs> One you, large. You can't be that tall and walk around at three hundred pounds. Yeah. And still jump three sixty yeah. windmill dunk. Yeah, like it's freaking if nature. He's that that heavy. Dunking like he does, coming down on those floors, they're going to be replacing floorboards every time he hits the ground. And knees. Yeah. Cleve, yeah. what's 300 pounds? Oh, it's about 150 kilos. Hey. He's a big boy. Is yeah. it really? Yeah. Holy I think it might be a fuck. little bit well, less than that. Well, one pound is three kilos. <laughs> no, it's... <laughs> <laughs> oh, the old yard oh, chat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 129 kilos he is. He's a big boy. Fuck For an God. NBA player as well. 130 kilos and, and he can still just be moving like that. That's, that's a, incredible. That's right? an offensive lineman. Yeah, that's incredible. Absolutely. You know, um, that's Michael Orr. Speaking of Smoothie King Arena, me and Jack hung around after the game, pretty pissed, just Very to speak pissed. to Joe Ingles. Yeah. Shout out Joe Ingles. Full on just... Cold shouldered us. Didn't want a bar of us. Come back. We tried the Aussie, 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 oi, oi, oi. Yeah. We tried, how's it going, mate? Hey, Jingles. Was that Jingles? Sexiest you, man on. I think Jack tried, hey, Jingles, you big cat. Didn't like that one. Yeah, he didn't Just like did, that wouldn't one. give us a, like a second of his time. Really? Yeah. I, I, got a, I got away from him at the Utah game I went to um, a few years back. Oh, did you suck his Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was four rows back and still somehow managed that. Oh, well, yeah. whatever. Oh. Maybe it's because we're in New Orleans. Yeah, maybe. Nice cock. <laughs> hey, nice cock. Uh, trailblazers. I reckon they missed. Yeah. Missed the playoffs. Yep. Yep. Another shit few seasons up their sleeve, but enjoy your bag, Dane. Yeah. A <laughs> couple of highlights. Maybe you could go buy yourself a ring. Yeah, legit. Yeah. You could buy them from Pawn Stars. Pawn Stars. Yeah. Any. Yeah. You can go buy Ronnie Turoff's, Turioff's championship ring. <laughs> I played two minutes. Um, okay, F1. So, Cleve, you dived into the F1 a fair bit last week. Oh, my God. The main thing that we want you to unpack for us is what's going on with this McLaren-Alpine shit fight. Who the fuck knows? It's ridiculous. The situation is that... So, in summary of last week, um, Fernando Alonso had announced he was moving to a vacant seat at Aston Martin um, from Sebastian Vettel retiring. After that happened, Alpine announced Oscar Piastri as their new driver for next year, to which not even two hours later he came out on his Twitter (laughs) and said, no, I'm not driving for Alpine next year. I don't have a contract with them. Um, Alpine thought they had a binding contract with him for next year. Um, So it's all kind of a little bit of hearsay at the moment. Uh, There's nothing official, but allegedly he has signed a deal with McLaren and that they're going to replace Ricardo with Piastri. It's like a straight swap. Not necessarily. So... They're going to have to pay out Ricardo's contract and kick him out. And then there's about four teams that could pick him up, none of which are in 
great positions except Alpine. But there's – so the, the logical thing is he goes straight into Alpine. He was there before he joined McLaren. Um, but with his recent run of form, there's a bit of question marks about whether they would want him. And there's another French driver, his name's Pierre Gasly. He used to – he drives for AlphaTauri, which is the Red Bull feeder team. Um, he was in the Red Bull team for about – half a season before he got kicked out for crashing the car too many times. But he's one of those guys that just, well, not so much this season, but every other season just drives out of his skin with what he has. And there's a clause in his contract where he can leave AlphaTauri for a team that's ranked higher in the constructor standings, which is Alpine. So if you were Alpine, would you pick up Ricardo Or Gasly. Or Gasly. Yeah, I don't know. You've got Ricardo is a great driver, hasn't really shown it at McLaren except for his one race win. Um, Gasly's a great driver in his own right. French driver, French team. And actually the other driver for Alpine is French as well. So I don't know, that kind of looks a little bit better for them. But whether Gasly would do that or not, yeah, I don't know. It's a lot of... What a what a PR shit fight that is though. Yeah. Like come out and say, yeah, he's driving for us next year, and him come out on his Twitter and say, nah. So someone hasn't read the contract properly. So what what happened was that apparently with his contract, um, they had a date to which they could extend his contract. Like if it wasn't extended by this date, then he was free to join whoever he wanted. So it seems that he hasn't, um, that Alpine hasn't extended his contract before this date and have gone to try and do it after, to which he's already been like, no, I've signed elsewhere. Wow. So the contract board <laughs> has allegedly come out and said it's a valid contract, which so they rule over all contracts in F1. Mm-hmm. So they've said that the contract that he signed with McLaren is valid and that it'll have to be honoured. So he's racing for McLaren pretty much. Yeah, they haven't announced it, but, but I it think is. it's... So if he goes to McLaren, he's taken over Ricardo's seat. Yeah, Rick, Ricardo's done So McLaren. That's settled. Ricardo's gone. See you later. Yeah. I'll smell you later, mate. <laughs> All right. So we got this young... What's his name, Oscar? Oscar Piastri. Oscar... Piastri. Piastri. Pistachio. <laughs> so he is in McLaren. Let's just... You heard it here first. Your McLaren contract sign, bang, 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 let's go. Now you got this French guy and Ricardo who are fighting for this seat at Alpine. Yeah, they're not necessarily fighting. Um, Gasly has a contract for next year with AlphaTauri. But, yeah, I don't know. Okay, but he can sign with Alpine. Yeah, he can. So it leaves, I think... There's four teams that could take Ricardo. I think they would be Williams, which is a massive backward step. They're the worst team in F1 at yeah. the moment. Um, Didn't they used to make motorcycle shoes? I have no idea. It's oh, Williams no, Racing. They've been around for donkeys. Is Alpine like Alpine stuff? Like this, no. This, no. This. Alpine is the – it's a car brand. Oh. Yeah. What's the motocross one with the star? Alpine style. Oh. Yeah. It's a different, not related? No, not related. Oh, okay. Have the same letters from a word in it, but 
No, not the same. Alpine uh, Gables. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Jindabyne. Yeah, if you're looking for a nice, comfortable snow resort holiday, just head over to the Alpine Gables on Airbnb. Yeah, don't go to the Air, don't go to um, Alpine Gables. You need to go on to Airbnb and Loveland Loft. Oh, Loveland Loft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah, plugging the wrong person there. Yeah, you are definitely. Sorry. So yeah, it's um, <laughs> you don't want to go through. A <laughs> <laughs> You don't want to stay in the same one that Cleve stayed in, though. It is that one. <laughs> no, it's not. Nah, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. No, they sold that one. Um, I've stayed there. Tyler stayed there. Brad stayed there. Done some work down there. It is lovely, isn't it? It is lovely. Such a good spot. Done some Renos there. They should yeah. do the F1 up there. <laughs> Actually, be mad. Uh, the amount of potholes there, I don't know if it did. Uh, like through the, you reckon they could ever do like an F1 snow track? No, they'd be sliding <laughs> everywhere. No, like, obviously there fucking wouldn't be snow on Well, obvi- well actually, the Yaris held to the road really well. <laughs> Thing's a little weapon. Yeah, the amount of downfalls on that thing. <laughs> yeah, it weighs like 40 kilos. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so there's Williams, Haas, which apparently they are having um, second thoughts about re-signing Mick Schumacher to another deal. Um, mm. So he kind of looked like he was in a good position before Alonso announced he was going to Aston Martin. Um, and I can't remember who the other team would be. Yeah, I don't know off the top of my head. Well, it doesn't matter if you can't remember. Yeah. so Obviously not that important. But so there's a lot of things that come out about it with um, the team principal, Otmar, I don't know how you say his last name, Salsner or something like that. Um, basically just berating Piastri for his lack of loyalty after they put him through Formula 4, Formula 3, Formula 2. Sort of true, though. Yeah, it is. It is true, but wouldn't you just, like, if if the bloke's that good of a driver and he's shown that much loyalty, just fucking put him in the F1 seat. Yeah. So well, like, Isn't that what they were trying to do, though? Well, so no, they, it kind of goes both ways. They were wanting to put him into another team so they could keep Fernando Alonso. But then they lost Fernando Alonso and then just went, oh, yeah, our backup option goes straight in. And right. Like, well, no. Yeah, I mean, I, ca- I can't disagree with you. you can, like, as a professional driver, you've got to do what's right for you. Yeah. Regardless of who's put the am- amount of, like, whatever. In, what am I, what's the word I'm looking for? Time like, and effort. Time and effort. Like, yeah, it's good and it's good to be loyal, but, like, what does loyalty get you? You don't even fucking get, like, loyalty coffee stamps these days. So, <laughs> like, like... Just because you've driven four years for a team and, like, would you take less money to stay with them just because you're more no, loyal? No. no. But, yeah, I I think from a career perspective of what can happen from there, you've seen with Ricardo since he joined McLaren and actually a lot of the other drivers who have driven for McLaren have found them as really hard cars to drive the way they're set up. Um so the other driver there, Lando Norris, who kills it in that because that's the only car he's ever driven in F1. Ah. So it's kind of, you know, they're, can, can they're they literally tied. Well, not tied. I think there's a couple of points separating Alpine and McLaren at the moment in the constructors. So What would you say? Has, who has the better car, McLaren? Yeah. Uh, at the moment, probably Alpine. Really? Yeah. But would you think that money and potential of upwards trajectory would be mclaren can they have two everything that they do on the cars going to be separate 
on both cars? It has to be done both to the same cars. Um, no, they can be separate, but a lot of the time, just for money purposes and efficiency, they won't do different developments for different cars. Maybe they'll invest. Well, they can only spend so much money. Yeah. So, so obviously, Lando Norris has his almost he's in his ceiling. You would say oh, he's coming into his prime. He's coming into his prime. Yeah, and then you've got a one of the best young drivers also at McLaren. So it yeah. could be like a really fucking good few years for him. Yeah. So the the scary thing is with um, new drivers in F one is normally the amount of crashes they have and what that does to your cost cap. So when you have two, well, Lando's been in it for years, but when you're a team trying to fight for, you know, fourth spot in the constructors or potentially third spot, then do you want a driver that is at risk of crashing more because he doesn't have as much experience? How many times did he crash in the F2? I have no idea. But it's a completely different ball game. The cars are faster, the cars are... Just, it's like, it's like going from t-ball to baseball. How but many how many years did it take Verstappen to? He skipped all of that. He went straight from. And how many years was he in the F one before he won it last year? Oh, I think four or five years. Shit. Yeah, but he's been in it for a we while. We touched on it last week that Oscar, he's there. What, how do I describe him? He's the driver that goes out, he tests the cars. Tests the reserve like driver. So, like, it's not like he's got no experience at all. No, yeah. so no, he does have some experience, um, which, you know, he has experience in the car, but he doesn't doesn't have experience racing. in the car in race oh, situations. Yeah. Or in a McLaren car. Or in a McLaren. Well, actually, no, he has done some um, test work with McLaren because – Alpine offered him up as a reserve driver for McLaren this year. See, yeah. this is what Jack's saying. It's backwards loyalty, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's like you're um, sending him on loan and then expecting him to re-sign when, yeah. when he's made all his friends and stuff over at McLaren. Yeah. yeah. No, like he still was the reserve driver for Alpine, but... Yeah, I've, I mean, I've with. got no idea yeah. who he is or what you're talking about, so I'm just trying <laughs> to feed, feed fuel yeah, to yeah. the conversation. So <laughs> <laughs> people... <laughs> But I'm going to start watching, okay? And I'm yeah. going to put all my money on this Oscar bloke. Uh, I probably wouldn't Fuck do that. I wouldn't do that. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like, if for career tra- trajectory, like, it is a probably better move to go straight to McLaren. Um, you know, the young, young team, lots of history, lots of money, um, experience. They're just... And the, the car's kind of look cool. And you're saying that Lando Norris is in, about to hit his straps, he's about to be in his prime, so you'd want yeah. someone, obviously... Yeah, if he has the right car, he's a, a he's a role. Yeah, he's a world champion, yeah. for sure. So I think uh, it's almost the right thing because Ricardo's almost been there for too long to be like, well, yeah. where's my time? Yeah, he missed his time. He yeah. should never have left Red Bull. No, I didn't even know he, he uh, drove for Red Bull. Wow. Yeah. You're shit Aussie. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, rough. No, he was good. Well, he I'm was not good at go Red around Bull. and say, call everyone who doesn't know Mark Leishman a shit Aussie. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a little bit different. No, what do you mean? He's got his own beer. 
Leashed lager. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, it's a bit different being on a PGA field versus being one of 20 people in the best racing league in the world. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. Um, Anything else? Uh, not really. Uh, Did they race? We're, we're, in no. bra- we're in break, aren't we? Yeah, summer break. It's just it's too much of a head fuck to go through Like, because no one has actually come out and officially said anything yeah. about it. It's all this is reported by this, this is reported by this, but there's nothing official. I yeah. think next week when everything settles and a few people come out, I think we'll touch base on it. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. Sounds good. Touching tips on it. Touching tips. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> footy. <laughs> uh, we'll jump into some National Rugby League NRL. NRL. Nice, dude. Jack wants me to describe everything I say in detail, <laughs> like I was talking to a two-year-old. So, Ricky Stewart, who is the head coach of the Canberra Raiders. The Canberra Raiders are based in Canberra and they're a professional. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, Ricky Stewart got a one-week ban for his hilarious, to some, blow-up. Brad, what do you reckon? Is that enough? What are your thoughts on the whole situation? Far away. Okay. W- one week and it describes that Ricky Stewart, with a breach notice, was 25 grand, one full week of no coaching or any involvement in the club calling Jamin Salmon a weak gutted dog. One week, not enough. No, don't think so whatsoever. 25 grand, whatever, it's a fine. Not about the money at that point. Who gives a fuck? Uh, For him to come out and say that in the conference, yeah, no good. I don't think one week's enough and I think he should have been banned for the season, to be honest. Do you, what was the what was the final verdict on what happened between his son and Jamin Salmon? Do we know, or is yes. it just an altercation? Yeah. So what I've read is that, and I've heard on a few other podcasts. Um, so Ricky Stewart's son used to play with Jamin Salmon when they were twelve years old. Jamin Salmon kind of did the same thing when he was a bit younger. Um, the Ricky Stewart pretty much called him out when he was a twelve-year-old. And Jamin Salmon's dad obviously backed his son up. Yep. There was a few words spoken. Not sure if it was a physical altercation, but let's – yeah. Yeah, it, it's it's poor, not right. It's poor it's, form yeah, from it's Ricky. it's not right. Um, to, to put Jamin in that situation as well, it, let's say, for example, he is, a, he is a shit bloke or if he's an awesome bloke, no one knows, but – you, you, you can't be putting people in that situation. You've painted him in a light yeah. that you, you know how people are. People are going to believe it whether it's true or not. Yeah, people, yeah, people will just go, oh, it, because he said that, I'm going to believe him. And, no, and now he's going to be under, micro, under a microscope every yeah. time he does something on the field, every yeah. penalty, every yeah. high tackle. I wouldn't even say what, what he did was bad. No, watching it back, I didn't think it was... Watching it back, like, he I had think, someone on his... Like, his, someone's chest was on his face. How the fuck can he see what his legs are doing? Yeah. Just I, because someone's standing yeah. in him. I think fight. he was just kicking out of the tackle. Like, it, yes, it was, like, bad to see because he's hit him in the crutch area, the groin area, and he's gone down. It's, I think a, it was, it's um, explicit. You I can think it was Tom Sterling. Tom, Tom Sterling, yeah. Tom Sterling, that's it. Um, yeah, not a good look. Uh, I but, think he went down. He milked that a bit. 
Yeah. He definitely like, milked let's that. Say, yeah, let's say if he, d- he did milk that or if he didn't, it's not a good look. Um, maybe it, like, you know, if he pleads guilty, then it's he doesn't get a week because he doesn't have any priors. So if he does, then he gets a week off. That's fair enough. What did he get? Nothing. Uh, no, I don't think so. No, oh, he got yeah. more than Ricky. He got more than Ricky. No, I'm just saying he probably oh, was. Right. Yeah. Um, so you reckon he should be gone for the season? Yeah. Yeah. Well, how long? How long's the gap between the end of the game and the the press conference? It's at least twenty minutes. Yeah, twenty minutes. Yeah. Surely you've got enough time to calm yourself down, think about what you're about to say. Well, considering that he's he's gone to, I think. I think he's coached five clubs. He's coached Origin. He's coached um, Australia. Australia, uh, Kangaroos. So I think he's been in coaching for like ten to fifteen years. For him to come into there and not contain himself, it's it is a horrible look. So yeah, he's definitely been around long enough to know better. Yeah, yeah, and you don't you don't punish a kid for something he did on a footy field when he was yeah. twelve years well, old. Yeah, especially when he said "kid," like mate. You're holding a grudge. That's like he's Jamin's now 22. That's 10 years ago. He's like, been living in his head rent free for 10 years. Yeah. I'm pretty sure when I was younger, I reckon I was probably under 10s. I did probably the doggest act you can do. I, I tripped a kid and the ref penalized me and all that and had a really good chat to me. Never did it again. Imagine yeah. if someone came in and said, Oh, you're a dog because in under 10s you trip somebody. Yeah. Uh, you're uh, a weak yeah. gutted dog. Yeah. <laughs> and he said it twice as well. Like, yeah. He went in there with full malice, like... Yeah. Oh, yeah, he was out to get him. Yeah, yeah it was, sounded like he'd done something really and it, bad. And the awesome awesome <laughs> thing is, if you looked on to the Panthers press conference with Isaiah Yo and Ivan Cleary, um, one of the... What's the... the reporters. One of the reporters has asked him about the, the um, accusation that uh, Ricky Stewart said, and straight away... He, Ivan Cleary was just like, I, I have no comment to that. And that, looking back on it, What's the best thing you that can is do, the eh? best thing that he did. You could see on Isaiah Yo's face, his eyes lit up and went, what the fuck? Like, did, did he actually say that? Yeah. But, yeah, Ivan Cleary handled it, handled it perfectly. So, yeah, I, I think that he deserves the season. Yeah. So. Ivan Cleary's going to go over stern talking to old Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> Jaden Salmons did did to Ricky back when they were twelve years old. <laughs> yep, play it play it back. Um, talking about the actual footy side of things, Canberra shut the bed that game. Yeah, massively, massively. Um, I mean, what more do you want? You got the halves out. It was Kickow out. Yep, Kickow was out. What more do you want? And you're fighting for a top eight spot, and they just they showed nothing. Showed absolutely nothing. I think they showed their uh, true colours. I don't know though. They've been they've been playing a lot better as late as of late. I think they won five on the trot, four on the trot. Yeah, oh. four on the trot. I think. Yeah. Did they show that they're not the real deal? Well, I don't think they were ever the real deal, but they've got the side to be a top eight side. Yeah, definitely. And um, it's it's dire straits going forward for them. With that said, how do we see the top eight rounding out as it currently stands? I can kind of see Brad, so, Brad's little prediction of the Roosters being up there. I'm going to get Brad to run us through that in a second. <laughs> but at, so as it currently stands, do you see anyone dropping out of the eight? And if so, who's coming in? 
Or do you think that's it? Well, we're we locking that current top eight in. Obviously, a few sh- a few positions shuffling around. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh. I'm, I'm locking that in. I think Roosters, uh, I could kind of see the Broncos dropping out and possibly, no, no. Actually, I'd take that back. There's too much of a point difference between the Raiders aren't going to, are the, probably the only team that can jump into the top eight and they're not going to do it. I don't see the Seagulls or the Dragons winning three of their next game, three of the next four, and I don't see Broncos losing three of the next four. And it's also the four and against doesn't favour either of those sides, particularly the Dragons. They're gone. Yeah. Four and against doesn't favour the Raiders either. I think, yeah, I think that top eight, I can't see it changing. And If anyone was going to drop out, it have to be the Roosters, but with the form they're in, no. Can't imagine that happening. I can see the Panthers getting an easy first round against the Broncos. Um, <laughs> no, it's, it's first versus uh, fourth. Oh, yeah, it? one place four. Oh, why do they fucking do that? They change that every fucking year. It's been like that no, for a while. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, I can see the Panthers having an easy first round against the Storm. Um, and I can see the Eels fucking wiping the floor with the Broncos, as we saw last week. Did they play last Wait, week? What, what sort of positioning? That's so, no, it, no, as no. it stands... That's 5v8. No, no, yeah, yeah so you're saying the 8 to the Roosters, yeah. No, the Roosters aren't staying in 8th. Oh, oh, right, okay. gotcha. Okay. The Broncos, right. can't, they're going to be locked in 8th, shoe in an 8th. Do you want to run us, that, so that we're on the same page, do you want to run us 1 through 8th? Okay. Uh, I'll, us, start, I'll start from the bottom. I'm going to say the Broncos. Yep. And I'm going to say the Rabbitohs. Yep. I'm going to say the Roosters, the Eels, the Storm, Shark, Cowboys, Panthers. That's how it's going to end. So I see the only teams moving are the bottom three. And basically, three. basically, Roosters jumping ahead of those yeah. two teams. Yeah, I can definitely see the Roosters and maybe even toppling the Eels to go into that fifth spot. Um, Storm kind of probably shouldn't be winning as of late with the form they're in, but they are. Yeah, two on the trot. So they're going to be cemented. That top four is pretty much locked in. I don't think the Eels are kind of going to take over, especially against four and against. So you've got – what's a four and against? It's massive. It's like a 130-point differential there between the Storm and the Eels. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, 100, 141. So, yeah. The Storm are in. You've got the Eels playing against the, the Rabbitohs. So that'll kind of cement – if they can win that, that'll, that'll be locked in fifth. Uh, and then you've got Chewins against the Bulldogs and the Brisbane probably. And the Roosters, I can definitely see them toppling the Cowboys this week. Yeah, and I like I, that. I can see them kind of winning it all. Like not winning it all, but I can see them winning the last few weeks of the of the, of the the season. So I can kind of see them getting an extra four point. Oh, six points, so that'll put them on 30th. And I reckon that'll be rounded out at round number five. So, Any disagreements there? No. Nope. Yeah. I see, yeah, see the Broncos and Rabbits moving down. The Roosters coming up to six. Maybe the Eels pushing up to the fourth position. Yeah, uh, potentially. Storm, yeah, Storm coming up fifth. Uh, then Sharkies and Cowboys will be three or two. Just depends how they play these last few weeks, and then yeah, no one's tipping pan, uh, no one's tipping them off. 
Yeah, Penrith, so I think the um they're winning the minor premiership. The rabbit, the rabbits have a hard run in. They got Para next week. They've got Penrith and they got the Cowboys. So yeah. I think they're winning one of one of those games, and I think it's going to be the, the either Para or the Cowboys. So yeah, um, Brad, yo, the rooster supporter at the table. Yes, he said a couple of weeks ago that um that the roosters could make a run, and I more or less laughed in your face. And here I am saying I was wrong. I'm not saying that they're going to win the whole thing, but they're looking red hot. And you, you, start, to, you start to look at them rounding into some form and you start to have, a, have another look at that side. It's dangerous. So tell us why, as a Roosters fan, they could make a run to the grand final. Well, this is how Robbo coach. He, this is how he coaches. So he doesn't. Without saying he doesn't care, he doesn't care about the first, let's say, six to eight rounds. Uh, he just wants the team to play well, get the moral morale around. Um, so, yeah, this is how he coaches. I think this season they've just come in a lot later than he expected, like to pick up the performances and stuff like that. Uh, Joey Manu playing like crazy. Uh, I, think he's been, I think he's doing a bit too much. Um, at the moment, they too need, much. Need to yeah, too much. It's been, yeah. such, it's been such a good watch, though. Yes, yeah. In in saying that, he lo- he moves his like he leaves his position open. No one's covering him. Are you saying the ball goes out there? Are you saying in those instances where he goes looking for the ball, which is what you want, but he gets caught out of position because Roosters yeah. like to do that whole swing to the left and have a push straight back to the right. Yeah, yeah. And he's getting caught out. Yeah, yeah. And like you've got Teddy doing his thing. Like, you've already got that roaming player. He pops up everywhere. Then you've got Joey Manu popping up everywhere. Yes, it looks fucking awesome when it comes off. But, yeah, when they swing left to right and he's not in position, there's no one to cover him. So You think Joey should save that, you know, popping up in the middle, he should save that for when they're coming out of trouble? So maybe in their own half? Well, Because that's well, where it looks the best, to be yeah. honest. Well, that's where, that's where it, yes, I, I agree with you. That's where it comes off and that's – like you're saying, that's where it where it looks fucking unreal. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like I'm saying, you've got those, you've got players there. It's a star-studded team with like it, most of their players have won premierships. I'd love so. to, I'd love to, I'd love to see Tupanua back into that side right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he, he was, he had, a, he started the season in okay form, but it wasn't, it wasn't. Um, prime form to Panua like last year. Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine throwing him into that side now, now that there's finding a mojo? Well, then, yeah. Like and that Butcher's playing crazy. well, but. Yeah. He, well, he played one of his best games last week. Yeah. So, and then in saying that, we've lost Lindsay Collins as well to the head knock in origin. Um, Is he coming back? Or are they resting him for the well, season? They're not. The, nothing has come out yet. So, yeah. Um, yeah. We'll see how he goes. But yeah, I I see them making a red hot crack at the final prelim. Definitely. See, if I look at the table now, I could see them knocking off Broncos, no problem. Rabbitohs, I could see them knocking off the Rabbitohs. Eels, Storm in their current form, Sharks, Cowboys, and Panthers are probably the question marks for me. Yeah, I agree. We all play. We play most of our. Uh, most of the top eight teams in the last run to the final. I think we got the. I think we got rabbits last. Uh, we got Penrith before that. 
Cowboys this week. Cowboys this week. So we put in a good performance against the Cows. Yeah, I could see us definitely going for it. So um, I think it it's definitely a smoky. They're definitely a smoky. Do you Without, think, do with you, it. Sorry. No, go on. Do you think they need a copper loss in these next three weeks just no. so they don't lose momentum? No. I think they will copper loss, but I don't think they need to. Yeah. Yeah. They don't need to, no. No. We're, we, we've copped a lot, a lot of losses at the start of the season, so, yeah. yeah. Um, looking on to next season for the Roosters, by the way. Brandon ah. Smith comes in. Healthy Lindsay Collins. Hopefully healthy Victor Radley. Huge. Fuck, I mean, he's an absolute animal. I'll be Fuck top three, out. cemented top three position. Yeah, so. I mean, you get Tupanua back in there. Wow. Yeah. Wowee. We've got the Chase's brother coming in as well. Winning next year. Really? Yeah. He's got a brother? Yeah. What positions yeah. do you play? I think he's a bigger boy. I think he's playing in the second row, the front row. Is he older or younger? Younger. Wow. Imagine having two cheeses out there. No, it's cheese nah, and crackers. I, I don't think I don't think they're the same. <laughs> cheese and crackers. Classic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice. Uh, this wasn't in the in the run sheet. Quick question. So Penrith knocking off Canberra, who, like I said, in some decent form without their starting halves, no kick out, far from full strength. Is Ivan Cleary the best coach in the NRL at the moment? Like it's got to be coaching. I think so because you could almost blame their. Well, it's not really a poor run because they didn't lose, but they didn't. They weren't. Yeah, they, they had one loss, and that's because Nathan Cleary dropped Dylan Brown in his head and got sent off. So, yeah, but you can barely count that, you know. I think that with well, Ivan Cleary missed a lot of weeks with um the hospitals and whatnot. Yeah. So, I don't know. If I wouldn't say that they had commanding Penrith victories in those weeks as well. No. So I think they were just scraping in. But, yeah, you could – that and – what's his name? Todd? Robbo? Robbo. Trent Robinson. <laughs> Trent Robinson. <laughs> I think I, Ivan Robert. Cleary, I feel like he, he – he, <laughs> not <laughs> underrated, but I think he flies under the radar. Like, fuck, he's a good coach. Yeah. He's, done, he's doing something right over there. Yeah. Good coach. It's impressive. Good I don't, yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't see him going past Bellamy, to be honest. Not, not as an all-time coach, but – Right now, nah, you look at you look at the Storms lineup. Yeah, like, depleted. Same thing. So they've they've won two games in a row. They also lost so, four in a row before that. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. I would say that he's probably the oh yeah number one. Yeah, like they're in number one. They won last year in the finals the year before. Like it's pretty hard to say that he hasn't been the most informed coach in the last few years. I think more what I was saying is when I think of Penrith, I don't think. Wow, Ivan Cleary. But when I think of Storm, I'm like Craig Bellamy. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then you start to think about the fact that you're two, well, definitely your best player and probably your third or fourth best player in Luai's out. And it doesn't seem to phase him. I mean, uh, all due to respect to Jamin Salmon and uh, what was the other fella in at half? Uh, fast. Sean O'Sullivan. Sean O'Sullivan. No. Like, they're not, they're not world beaters. Nah. They're no, not no, world no, beaters no. at all. No. Uh, that maybe one day they will be, but they're not right now. They're... You know, they're backup halves at the minute. Yeah. And they're just still rolling through a red-hot Canberra side, a physical side at home in Canberra. It's cold out there. Yeah, you did say it was going to be cold out there. Yeah, I did say. Yeah. I still tipped him, didn't I? A few so. glass cutters out there. Yeah. <laughs> you, you frosty nipples. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let me get my 
mobile device out and you're going to get me an eight from eight round Jack's crystal ball. Come on, Jack. I need eight from eight. Week four, baby. I'm running out of time here. So last week we, um, Brad had his crystal balls, crystal ball. Um, I actually posted on our Twitter or Tyler posted on our Twitter at the Parker podcast. Shameless plug there. Um, my actual crystal ball tips, and I think we went six from eight, did we not? And you went, yeah, you went, you both went six from eight, six yep. from eight. but you had the uh, para to yeah. win over um, the Seagulls, and you had Penrith to beat Canberra. So those were the two that you were reversed on. So yeah. regardless of Canberra, yeah. regardless yeah. of who I followed, I'd still be sitting in the same lousy position I am, yeah. which isn't in first spot. That's okay. Well, let's let's get you there. And winners are just losers who never stopped. Trying. Nice, Cleve. <laughs> and that's me. <laughs> Go, Jack. All Far right. away. Storm versus Panthers. <laughs> so Jer- Jerome Hughes one. is out this week as well, by the way. So is half the Panthers side. Yeah. It's at home. First loss of the year was at home. Yes. I really want to take the Panthers. I think I'm going to take the Storm. Cool. Oh, I like it. I actually like it. <laughs> is Munster playing fullback this week? Because Manny looked good there last week. Yes, I think he is. I think well, he's how good? One. I think he should play fullback going forward. It's hard to say, though, because Panthers yeah. at home. No, they've moved him back in the halves because nah. Jerome Hughes is out. You've still got yes, Dylan Yes, but I think, he, I think he will be playing one. Who do you reckon is going to play six then? Well, Nick Meany. Nick Mooney at six. Just not a six, you know. In saying that, you're putting money Munster at the one. If you got a non-injured Pappy, where do you put him? There's Pappenhausen back. No, no, he's only only good. I'm I'm taking the Panthers. He's only good for nine weeks a year. I'm taking the Panthers. I've changed my mind. No, no knock to him, but in all seriousness, that's, that's what he plays. So... Anyways, on to the next one. So we're taking the Panthers there. Oh, I thought you said Storm. Oh, no, I there changed you go. it. It's backflip. Yeah, I changed it. Okay. You got Kikau back. Dylan Edwards, Crichton, Adam. I reckon Dylan Edwards is smoky for the Kangaroos. Oh, what? Dylan Edwards no, is hey, a hey, fucking. No, he's not. Yes, he is. Think about Why? it. Why? Think about it. As in the squad, which is a 30 man squad going overseas. Think about it. Who. Who else are you putting at one? So you've got Teddy there who's obviously cemented the spot. Tell me who else is there. Probably Gutho. No. Would you put Gutho before? I would. No. Mm. If you've got half a brain. Specialised. Do you, do, do you guys are pro, like even realise how much oh, Gutho yeah. does for the Eels? It's actually ridiculous. Have yeah, you Gutho seen Dylan Edwards' Eels. stats against Guthos? I tell you one thing. Gutho has a lot more try involvements. Involvements, yes, a natural ball play, yes. But okay, who else are you put in there? And, um, and you could argue that, well, Dylan Edwards doesn't have to have that try involvement because he's got two of the best halves in the game playing, moving the ball around. Yeah. So then you go, you put him in the Kangaroos, exact same thing. I'd rather have a guy that could do it all. Yeah, but that's almost too much. So but what? Wh- why is it too much? But if, then, because if you so, go, why Penrith coming first and the Eels are coming fourth? Because 
Is that a trick question? No. Look at the Eels side compared to Penrith side. The Eels side is stacked. Yeah, it's stacked, but not Penrith stacked. I would say that the Eels, Gutho has to have his hand on the football in the Eels, whereas Dylan Brown can have such a great game. Dylan Brown plays for the Eels. Sorry, not Dylan Brown. Uh, Dylan, Dylan Edwards. Edwards. Sorry. I thought I was still talking about the Eels. Um, Dylan Edwards doesn't have to have his hands on the ball. He's just going to put up crazy good stats. And, and how does he put? Position. How does he put crazy good stats by having his hands on the ball? Well, he's, no, I'm just saying he doesn't have to be involved in. Like, if he's there, he's there. But he doesn't. For Gutho has to be there for them to do anything. That's why he has so many try involvements. You get what I'm trying to say. I don't think that's a knock on Gutho, but yeah, I'm not. I'm not just throwing shade at what you're saying and like Dylan Edwards, solid as player. But for me, he doesn't offer nearly enough to warrant a kangaroo selection. Well, well, what what else does he offer? What else doesn't he offer that Clint's there for? It, like everything except for yardage. I think Gutho does every single thing on a football field better than getting out of yardage. Wow. Well, you got Gutho well, what in, else? The blues, in the Blues jersey, so I think he'll definitely. That's yeah, what I'm he saying. Hasn't, he hasn't played one. I'm saying specialised fullback. Yeah, I don't know. Is Ponga ruled out for Kangaroos? Well, yes and no. Like I don't think Knights will let him let him play. And is Tommy Tommy's put his hand up for the Kangaroos? Yes, but I don't think he'll play. Don't think he'll play. Um, obviously, you got Latrell who can shift over to one at any any stage. Yep, but I think he's playing centre. I think Mel wants him as a centre. I, th- I think if Teddy were to go down, you'd move Latrell to fullback and you'd bring in another centre. That's what I'd be doing. You'd probably have wow. then, wouldn't you? Hey? You'd probably put Gutho in there. In the centres? Well, you'd probably have him on the starting side of a Dylan Edwards. No, I'd move Latrell to fullback. No, <laughs> 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 uh, anyway, I don't even know how we got onto this. Just Brad. a smoky. Just a smoky for the 30-man squad. Yeah. I think I started off really against that and you really convinced me a little bit, but I'd still take Gutho. Okay. Yeah. But fair enough. you did swing me. I started to second-guess myself a lot. That's fair enough. <laughs> um, Bulldogs oh, we, oh, yeah. Well, we haven't even finished the crystal ball. Yeah. Can you, can you start again? Panthers, Just roll through them. Panthers versus Dawn. We got Panthers. Yep. Uh, Bulldogs versus Warriors. It has Mount Smart, but going to take the Bulldogs. Yep. Yeah, beautiful. Eels versus Rabbitohs. Kong Bank Stadium. Fucking hell. <laughs> <sighs> I'm going to take the Eels. I'm going to take the Eels. <laughs> How's everyone feel about that? Not great. I'm an Eels, I'm an Eels guy. Like, I think they're a good side. but I think I, they're a great side. But I think Mitch, the Mitch Moses effect might show its teeth a little bit this week. Yeah, I mean, they're coming off a team that just thrashed the Warriors. So we're coming up against a team that just thrashed oh, the Warriors. Oh, yeah, smacked them. To 10, so yeah. they're yeah. kind of oh, – I'll tell you what, actually, I'm going to change it. Latrell <laughs> Mitchell is like, – A crystal ball isn't real clear, is it, Jake? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of mud in there. Yeah. Fuck anyway. Latrell Mitchell is one of the silkiest oh, wow. big boys out yeah, there. Yeah, actually, no, okay. We'll go on, we'll go on the Rabbitohs. I've backed the Rabbitohs pretty much the whole time we've started. Yeah. Because of this Latrell boy. Yeah. And I'm going to stick with him. Fuck me, what a weapon. So we'll go on the Rabbitohs. I'm taking the Roosters against the Cowboys. I like that. 
taking the Sharks against the West Tigers. Oh, fuck. And I'm going to... The Broncos suck, though. (laughs) (laughs) They both suck. (laughs) I'll take the Broncos. Purely because it's at Suncorp and the Knights kind of suck. Well, they do suck. I'll take the Dragons. Fuck, this game is battle the retards. Yeah. No, I'm taking the Dragons because Ricky's out. Oh, yeah. Good point. I'm going to take the Dragons. Um, I feel like Ben Hunt's going to throw a bit of his... Maroon's magic into this one Please uh, And it's something that they really need to do They need to win this game So Dally M winner of the year Ben Hunt I reckon that's escaping him Because Dragons are losing a bit lately Yep And I'm going to take matter. the Seagulls Doesn't matter You reckon the lead is too great I, I reckon he's got it Oh uh, Seagulls was it? And the Seagulls I need a margin here Seagulls against the Titans It's going to be a high scoring game because they both can put up points. Yep. Yeah. They don't like to defend. Yep. Um, True. So I think that if you were on sports bet, it's definitely going to go over points. And the Seagulls are going to win by... They're going to win by 20. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Yeah. I can Lock see... Lock it in, Eddie. So I, can so I can see the Seagulls... And the Titans coming out strong, both of them. I think it's going to be 40 points in the first half. And I just see the Seagulls just fucking rolling away with it. It's going to be like a 38 to 18 kind of yeah, scoreline. No, no, no. That's to, yeah. So oh, I'm, I'm, like I'm rolling the 20 then. 20 is locked in. So winning margin, 13 plus. Gamble yeah. responsibly. Yeah, 13 yeah. plus for sure. Unless you're at the TAB machine, then you don't have to. <laughs> Because you walked there and you weren't it. Yeah, that's well, it. Well, Tyler gave me my... Enjoy your water bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler gave me my margin last week for 14 against the Broncos and the Roosters. And I was, you were out by four. So I'm backing it. I yeah. like it. Was that a... I think out by four was all right. Yeah, out by four was awesome. 100%. I, I usually Especially get the, I'm pretty 14. bad with the, with the margins, to yeah, be honest. Me too. So, nah, I like it, Jacko. I like it. <sighs> Yeah, yeah, but oh, both teams <laughs> cannot defend to save their lives. So, yep. Beauty. Yeah, if there was one team to defend, it would be the Seagulls. So, over the Titans. The over Titans, the Titans. The yeah. Titans are like fucking, mate. Hey, don't don't bag out Cleves team like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything else you want to touch on, Brad? No. Uh, there might be a couple things. Yeah, one second. So Sims is out as well for week band for his That's, high shot. So he's finished at the Dragons. Never yep. play again there. No, he's off to the Storm. Thanks, Tarek. Yep. He was a he was a serviceable player. Yeah. So off then, to the Storm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And yep. then the Storm also going with that snag up Katoa, and the twenty twenty three teams are released. So yeah. Cool. Yep. Apart from that, thanks. I was happy with Tarek's output at the Dragons. Nice. Solid player. Up the chuggies. Yeah. Up the, no, I won't say <laughs> Well, I think we're going to move on to the quickfire questions. No, we've got moment of the week first. Do you have a moment of the week? Yeah. Yeah, bloody oath. Fuck. Fire, yeah. just, be, just because you don't have a moment of the week doesn't mean we can't have one. You were sitting on the couch going, I don't have a moment of the week. And I came up with one. Fucking hell. My, mine was, mine's pretty scratchy, I will say. Yeah. Right. It's barely a moment of the let's week. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> let's hear it. Okay. So my moment of the week 
was Brighton and Hove Albion smacking Manchester United. And I'm a Manchester United fan. So why do I want to see that? Because I want them to finish 15th this year and I want them to sell everyone and start again. Because I'm not going to take it anymore. Bring back Sir Alex Ferguson. We're not going to take it. Uh, no, yeah. No, you know, I was watching it and I, I stayed up to watch it. I was like, you know, this is good for us. This is good for us. Yeah. And also it was good for Brighton as well. So, And I was also happy for Danny Welbeck put on a clinic against his old side who let him go as a youngster. So, yeah. Like I, like I said, it, not I like a very it. good moment of the week. But. but That's right. You love your team. You want them to do well. So, Yeah. And I think this is the best way forward. Lose as much as possible. Scrap the team. Scrap Winners it. Winners are losers who just kept on losing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Clave, hit us. Um, moment of the week. Kyrgios winning two titles in one day. Fuck, that was mine. I knew I had something. Damn it. That's all right. That's all right. That's That's a great moment of the week. Yeah, Yeah. someone that's not really that into tennis. Um, But, you know. That's awesome. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. You're not into tennis until you start playing it. And then you fucking hate it. (laughs) (laughs) It's much like golf. Yeah. But you'd love it. So, yeah, he uh, won his singles match, 6-4, and then won the doubles match the same day. Did he win the doubles as well? Yeah. yeah. That's rare, eh, to win the singles and the doubles? Is that rare? I don't remember that ever happening. Oh, I'm sure it's happened before. I'm sure it has, but that's rare. I don't think a lot, of, like a, I don't think a lot of tennis players play both. Yeah. Be like a Serena Williams, right. Venus Williams kind of thing. So yeah. yeah. Like, I don't think you'd see Rafa playing both. No. He'd just be in singles. Yeah, for sure. Because he's always, yeah, you wouldn't want to jeopardise your, your singles run. Yeah. Moment of the week, Brad. So, i got a couple... But I'm going to, yeah. Just, you can have more just, than one. Is it just one? You can have more than one. Cleve had two last week and they were yeah. both excellent. All right. Thank you. Mine yeah. was Australia in the Commonwealth Games. I know we haven't touched on it, but Australia win with 50 gold, 42 silver and 40 bronze, adding yes. up to 132 medals. <laughs> nice. Producer Jack back on the deck. And then to top that off with the Commonwealth Games, the Aussie Diamonds win the thousandth gold medal for australia in the com games against jamaica in the netball and georgia baker winning gold riding 112 kilometers in 44 minutes and 36 seconds holy wow. fuck so riding yeah, riding a bike yes holy <laughs> shit <gasps> yeah. 112 kilometers. 112 kilometers yep in 44 minutes that does not sound right Look at that, that. That's, that's 130 quick. kilometers an hour. <laughs> Say again. <laughs> Say the stat again. What's so, that name? Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> you're making me. Yeah, that, uh, the math doesn't work. <laughs> Maybe he was strapped on to the back of a F1 car. It was a, it was a fire extinguisher on the back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know what you've done there, Brad. 100. <laughs> He said the numbers and I was like, I don't know, but that's a lot. <laughs> that's fast. I don't think uh, Dad would be too proud. That's <laughs> fucking quick. All right, while Brad's fact-checking that. <laughs> Sometimes the, the last second moment of the week is the best one, so I'm yeah. keen on this. So my moment of the week, and I've just thought of it, is Mr. Big Dick Rick coming in at, 
at that 125 spot for the FedEx Cup playoffs. Nice. I fucking love that guy. <laughs> well, uh, okay, I've read that wrong. <laughs> I've read that wrong. So he wasn't going 130K, didn't he? So what did I say there in 44? Okay, so I've missed a, I've, I've missed a little two there <laughs> and it's two hours and 44 minutes. Wow. Oh, that's pretty quick. Sorry. That's Sorry. still quick. But yeah, 112 kilometres, two hours, 44 minutes. Thanks, Cleve. <laughs> Sorry, no, no, I didn't no. mean to put you on the No, ground. no, no, I like that. I like that. I'm <laughs> glad you pulled it up because we were sitting here rattling our brains and li- anyone listening is probably like, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, my moment, my moments of the week. Nice, Brad. Jack's, Jack's uh, what appeals to you about um, Big Dick Rick, Jack? It's just a man that gets it done. Yeah? No, nah, it's more like... Um, He's just got a good highlight. And I love his uh, fucking, what's the name? Sports, what is it? The sports place? Sports Centre? The Sports Centre uh, ads. You seen him? Yeah, is he on that? Yeah, like the old school ones where it's like he's wearing all orange. Oh, he's in the full fluoro orange. orange. Kitted by Puma. Up this, like, um, he picks up, what is it? He picks up an orange and he's like, why is it white? Or something So he thinks he's like Wearing full white Because he's Dressed in the dark uh, Anyways You gotta watch it it's, I, it's I missed it That I, bloke has possibly The best set Of signature irons I've ever seen Those Cobra Ricky Fowler specials What I don't understand Is that He's never won a major So how the fuck Is he Big Dick Rick Nah he's so good I think it's just The Just the name makes sense Big Dick Rick Have you seen his moustache <laughs> That bloke's. I'm, t- I'm talking about his goal. <laughs> I'm talking about his goal. No, he looks like an undercover cop. No, well, he, one, he was a really good putter. Or he was. Pretty solid putter, I think. Anyways, he's very aggressive with his putts, and I like that. Uh, zero majors. Yeah, but you could, <laughs> you could talk to a lot of people that have zero majors and still really good golfers. Yeah, but why does everyone get, get around him? Because he's. Well, he fucking. I think he just. I don't know. I just like him. Is that okay? Yeah, hey, that's fine. I'm are, just are you a bit off him, Brad? No, I'm just saying. I don't know why everyone loves him. And I, I don't know why he goes. Oh, you know, it's the what, was it 125. He's made the cut. FedEx Cup, awesome. Blake's never fucking won a major. No, but he's yeah. he's won some hectic like playoff event, and I think he's just gone through so much of a slump that people just want to see him win again. He's had a lot. He had second at the 2018 Masters. Third at the 2014 PGA Championship, second at the 2014 US Open, second at the Open in 2014 as well. Yeah, he's just having all a few I'm hearing years. is that he's losing. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's yeah, not a he winner is. yet. He's not a winner. <laughs> but yeah. what are winners? Losers who just kept on losing <laughs> until they won. Don't you agree, Tyler? I, I don't know anything about this big dick Rick. I know he's got a mad nickname, and I like it when Jack says it, but. Yeah, I, I, I don't, if he hasn't won anything, I don't get the hype. If he's 125th and just scraped in. But I'm assuming it's on the back of his hectic personality. Yeah, you could, I, I'd assume he's got a good personality. Yeah. I he's that's he's what just someone at. that's easy to root for. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's always people like that in sport, though. Because he, he grew up I mean? with, like, didn't he grow up with, like, JT and stuff? It's beefy. Yeah, so, so it's just, like, those boys have found the, the groove. 
and well, he's just like he's he, been up there, but he just hasn't got it. He kind long. of came into it from like a different channel, like where he grew up near a driving range and taught himself how to play golf. Like I don't think anyone else in his family played golf. He just went to the driving range, learned how to hit a ball, and then realized he was pretty good at it. Yeah. Oh, he should have got some lessons. He's <laughs> <laughs> got fucking zero majors. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not like. I'm not bagging him. But like, I just don't get the hype. The current, I mean, he, the he's current European Ryder Cup captain, Luke Donald, hasn't won a major. Well, he wasn't supposed to be. Wait, who for? Sorry, the European Ryder Cup captain. Yeah, and that was supposed to be Henrik Stenson. So, I mean, he's he's won arguably the two biggest events that aren't majors: the Players and the Waste Management Phoenix Open. Oh, I'd love to go to that, Cleve. That's like saying you've won four minor premierships, but you haven't won a grand final. Yeah. That's a good analogy. Like, I I just don't get it. I just don't get it. And, like, yeah, awesome that... Go like watch everyone. his highlights and you'll get it. <laughs> no, but I won't because he hasn't won any major off his highlights. <laughs> no, but this is the whole thing. So if you, so you're not going to follow an NFL player who hasn't won a ring, a ring then yet. That's pretty much what you're saying. Yeah. So that's so, just dumb. So that, that rules out about 90% of the teams. Yeah, you can't just go straight from the top. You can't pick... Well, who do you root for in the, in, in the um, PGA? Ricky Fowler. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I yeah. love. I love Rick Fowler. Yeah, I know. But to win it, you're not putting your house on it, are you? No, but, know, it, but but I think are you saying he's your favourite player? I wouldn't say he's my favourite. Who's player. your favourite player? No, probably Ricky Fowler. Never <laughs> 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 You know, you, you know what I'm saying though. Like I, I love Nathan Highmarsh, but he hasn't won a ring. He's not my favourite player. So, them not winning. That means we can't. That, that like means Alan they Hardison. lose the right to be your favourite player. No, no, no. But I'm saying, like, as in, I don't get the hype around this guy. That's all. I think you just need to go watch his play. It's just like it's like watching. Um, oh fuck! Maybe this is a good analogy. Fletty Mateo, fucking hectic watch, right? Didn't win a ring, didn't win a Dally M or anything like that, but he was fucking fun to watch. Mm. Is that a good analogy? I don't know because I don't know this guy. Big dick Rick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like it was just the person that when you were, well, I didn't really follow. Like if I followed golf and I turned it on when I was younger, he would be on the screen. You'd have like. But then so would Tiger Woods. So who are you choosing? Oh, for what? To, like my favourite player. As in, like, I just don't get the hype. That's all. Like, that's all I'm saying is I, I just don't get it. Sometimes not everything has to make sense. Yeah, that that's fine. Often in sports, just, some uh, things don't. Yeah. I just like Ricky Fields. <laughs> <laughs> and so do I, a lot of other people. That And that's good. I'm just saying I don't get the hype. That's all. <laughs> I'm going to have to look into this guy now because I'm curious what side of the fence I sit here. Yeah, let me show you a picture of him. Like, I reckon he's an awesome bloke, cool bloke, whatever. But is that not enough to be uh, a guy that everyone follows in sport? Because yeah, there's heaps of players like that. Yeah, that's fine. I, I understand that. But what's the hype around him because of his personality? <laughs> <laughs> a 
Imagine being younger and just turning the TV on and you just see this fucking... Idiot. There's one guy wearing all orange. And you're like, oh, and he's fucking playing really good golf. I think... And a little that, bit but is, is he playing good golf? He was that, back then. That's yeah. what that's what I'm saying. Like Kalen Ponga is the most exciting person to play, like to watch in the NRL, right? Yes, mm, no, no, no. Who who would you choose? Uh, most exciting player to watch for me at the moment is Latrell. Right. Okay. Well, he, he's won. He's won one. Yeah. So I get the hype. Yeah. Right. Kalen Ponga is still going to have those people saying, "Yeah." But he only does this in this moments. He only does this, and he he's only played nine games a season. Okay, you know yeah, I mean, so Ricky Ricky Fowler was. The I get number, what you're saying. He was the number one ranked amateur in the world, hadn't he, before he jumped on the PGA tour. He kind of broke the <laughs> stereotype of golf so a little it, bit. But I, it's kind of like saying that you. Oh fuck! Who was a NBA number one pick that never won a ring? Oh, there's heaps. There'd be so many. So you, you want you want a good one? Yeah, like you can't you can't follow any of them. You're not allowed to like them. Is no, it is I, it is it I'm different? Is it different in like them? I'm not saying that at all. <laughs> is it I'm different in individual sports though? I think it is a little bit different. I feel like it's a lot harder in indi- like you know, what you win a NRL championship, cool. You beat sixteen teams. You win a major, you beat a hundred and twenty five people. Hundred and fifty four. And that's what I'm saying, Cleve. There's the hype. Because yeah. he's won one. Yeah, but just yeah, because I mean, he hasn't won a major, that means you have to go fucking like um, Akari Matsuyama. No, no. Because he's what, won a major. What I'm saying is I'm I'm not saying you can't like them or you, you can like them. I'm saying the hype around it. He's the people's champ there. Yeah, and then, you know, going back to first-round picks that never won a championship, the biggest one of all, Alan Iverson. Was he a number one pick? Number one pick. There you go. Good good analogy right there. I think Jack said that about five minutes ago. <laughs> like I'm not having a crack at you, but that was a good point. Yeah. I didn't I didn't actually know he was a first round pick. Thank you. I think I said that. I don't know. You I'm did say Alan Iverson. Did I? I yeah. thought I was just thinking that. It must have just come <laughs> out. <of my> <laughs> I didn't anyway, we're uh, treading water here. <laughs> and my legs are getting sore. <laughs> so anyway, do you guys want to wrap up this argument? Yeah, okay. He's the people's champ. Check him out, Ricky Fowler. And he'll be in the closing closing right. thoughts, Brad. Watch him this week. Just watch him this week. He's in a featured group. Yeah, no, no, no. I. <laughs> I'm not saying I don't like him. You're just saying why is he in a featured group? Exactly. Oh, I'm sure he'll show you why. Because yeah. he's a fucking good golfer. Time will tell. Time will tell. Okay, so this week we're doing quick fire questions. The Park Up Boys edition. The questions, reading them right now, as per usual, they're lacking, but we're going to do them anyway. So we'll go to my left. What sport was your first love, Cleve? That's a hard one. I don't really think I properly had one, but it would probably be NRL. Yep. League. Yeah, I'd say league. Oh, same here. <laughs> I, almost, I almost fell in love with AFL when I was younger because I was in Adelaide. Yeah. Oh, they, yeah. Well, fair enough. Yeah, but I didn't. Uh, <laughs> have you ever changed teams, a.k.a. are you a scumbag? Yes. <laughs> uh, well documented, yes. <laughs> uh, not in the NRL, but in the NBA, just like dabble in it, just wherever LeBron went. So did you support a team and then change? Well, as in 
I, well, yes, because he was in that team and then he moved on. I was like, beauty, I like that team. Oh, and so just kept following. Teams, oh, he has changed teams. I have but changed I teams. Say, if you're I, there because of player, I wouldn't say. Yeah, but I don't agree with going from team to team because of a player. No, Once you have a team, you have a team. You, you would have gone for the Cavs if that, like, if that was the logic. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. I wouldn't do that. Yeah, but that's not saying you'd change. I'd just say you wouldn't have a team. Just because, oh, yeah, my, yeah, just because like, yeah. my heart isn't in it. Yeah, you know so you I mean? did, not you, as you, much you as like NRL. You're a yeah. player guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's okay. Like if it came to the NBA, yeah, love it. Like because of LeBron. So. Like if you're a diehard Roosters fan and then they fall off and then you start going for the the Panthers, yeah, you start winning, then you're yeah. a scumbag. Yeah, so. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like all the Golden State Warriors fans. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Okay. I have. <laughs> I've changed teams. Have you? Yep. I've changed from Chelsea to Man City. Do you want to know why? Because I didn't want to follow the same team my brother followed. <laughs> Don't you support support Man City now? No. Are you stay loyal to Chelsea? Yeah. yeah. Mate, since FIFA 2001 when I just carved it up with GM Franco Zola. That's <laughs> 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 the only reason I went for Chelsea. <laughs> and my good friend Gunek, uh, Michael, Michael Gunek, friend of the podcast, uh, bought me home a Manchester City flag when he went to the UK. So I was like... Wow. And oh, how... Manchester, yeah, Manchester City. So I said, well, I guess i got to go for him. Yeah, How old were you when you got the flag? It was right when they turned good. Like oh, it was, it was like, like the year it, before. It would have been like 2007 or 2008. Okay, well, that's acceptable. Yeah. It was the year No, that's before. acceptable. Yeah. And you're still young enough to... You're still young enough to not have a moral compass. But and you're still <laughs> old enough to know better. And then I changed <laughs> from... I've actually changed in all sports. I changed in the NBA from the Cavs to the Knicks. Did you? Yep. Uh, again, went for Cleveland because my brother's name is Cleveland. And in the NFL, I went for the Browns and now I go for the Vikings. I didn't know you ever went for the Browns. You you yeah. you told us you didn't have a team. Well, I, did, I didn't want a team. I didn't want the Browns. I All just right. went for the Browns because Cleve followed the Browns, which apparently he doesn't follow the Browns. It's just his name. Cleve changed teams. <laughs> Cleve used to support wholeheartedly... The Gold Coast Titans. <laughs> <laughs> For the two seasons that Preston Campbell was there. He's got the tattoo to show it. Tyler? No, never. Never, Not ever. once in any sport. Nope. Wow. Never done it. There you go. And I regret it every day. <laughs> um, where are we? If you could be a professional athlete, what sport would you play? Yeah. Take it away. Oh, uh, just so we've got some parameters set, is money a factor or are we just focusing purely on the sport? Um, I think maybe lifestyle, health. But not money. Well-being, schedule. Well, money comes to just, just being comfortable. Well, yeah, lifestyle. just being comfortable. Yeah. Lifestyle. You know, yeah. Okay. I would probably go... I would go NFL because it's a short season. So there's your lifestyle. You get a huge off-season. Mm-hmm. I don't think you get worked terribly hard as far as fitness goes. You've got to be strong and explosive, right? And I just think it's a vibe, football. Yeah. P- plenty of drinking, partying. Just seems like a massive vibe. Nice. Yeah. I yeah, like cool. it. Cool. Um, golf. Yep. 100%. Yep. Low impact, longevity, <laughs> money, cigars on the course. Yeah. 100%. This is assuming you're winning though. Live wherever... Oh, professional. It doesn't matter. You can come last at every event, still get paid like three or four million dollars a year. 
Yeah, that's true. Yeah, is this like top level professional? Or are we talking like you no. build up? We, we won't throw that parameter in there because yeah. it gets you're too confusing. PGA teaching pro. Yeah, you're in the top <laughs> 125. Mm. You big dick, Rick. <laughs> Brad? I'll follow you. I'll follow you, Cleve. Mm. Um, yeah. Probably growing up would have been NRL. Yeah. I think now because I'm loving golf, probably be golf. Yep. Golf. Yep. Golf. Beautiful. 100%. Um, go to food or concession at a footy game or any live game. Oh, I don't know. Like if you're in GA, you pack your own. Yeah, yeah. Mac as before. Food in stadiums here is dog shit. Oh, well, um, what's the best? Okay, fine. I'll okay, change the question. Best food you've ever had at a game? All right, SCG members. Unreal. Yeah. It is so good. Unreal. Yeah, so good. Full yeah. strength beers on tap. Yep. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. And I got a hectic chicken burger in there. Southern fried. Do they do beers on tap in there? Yeah. 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 Yep. Wow. Yeah. All like all your normal pub beers, full strength. Aren't most stadiums beers on tap? They just serve it to you in a plastic cup? No. They they open the no. can and then they pour it into a cup. Yeah, there's only some that are, oh. yeah. They do that in America, but I didn't know that they did that here. And now that I think about it, the Park Up Christmas party should be at the cricket. Ooh, oh, SCG. <laughs> We wouldn't be in members. Why not? You surely got the plug. <laughs> we'll get Mo- the plug by then. Moff doesn't work there anymore. Okay, well, <laughs> I reckon the, our main sponsor, Stonecutters, will will shout us. Yep. <laughs> oh, corporate box. Sponsor it. Sponsor, <laughs> sponsor the Australian cricket team. <laughs> Front shirt sponsor. The Park Up Podcast. Just four blokes who know nothing about cricket, but are keen to get pissed as... <laughs> You know what? That's the best sport to just review in highlights so you don't have to sit there for eight hours and watch it. Yeah. No, but you don't sit there for eight hours and watch it. You sit there for eight hours and get pissed. Yeah, no, I, I mean when you're at home. Uh, I'd sit there, sit down for eight hours and watch the cricket. Yeah. Without doubt. Not mm. not for five days, I wouldn't. No. I mean, I'd have it on, but I'd be doing something else. But that's just cricket. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Um. You guys are both... Members. Yeah, same same as Glaive, SCG. What are you? I yeah, it was more the food that you've had. So it was a chicken burger there, was it mad? Yeah. Oh, I had a lasagna there. Oh, lasagna? Yeah, unreal. Yeah. Go ahead, Joe. Don't know, don't care. Oh. I'll eat whatever. I wouldn't say I've had an outstanding meal out of stadium food. Not even the uh, pulled pork roll that we had at the... at um, Madison Square Garden. I don't remember it if I'm oh, being honest. It was so good. Didn't we have some like hectic food at Chase Chase Bank Arena? Oh no, it was there. It was there that we got the pulled pork roll. Yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. With, with the tall boy. Mmm. Seven hundred and fifty mils of average American beer. Seven hundred and fifty mils of the best. I'll go with that one too. Sounds good. Um, you can only go out for dinner for one cuisine for the rest of your life. What is it? This is. Rock in a hard place. Probably Italian. Okay. Or, yeah, or Spanish, but I think it's would say Italian. Brad? Thai food. Japanese food. I'm wrong with Thai. Thai's good. So good. Safe as. What's your worst habit? Vaping. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, seriously, vaping. Uh, no idea. No oh idea. Probably having one beer and then going on to six. <laughs> Ten. 
Yeah, six and twelve and eighteen. Uh, my worst habit. <laughs> <laughs> this is funny because you told me what your worst habit was the other day. Oh fuck! Tell us, Jacko. Am I getting exposed? Tell us, Jacko. I didn't intend for you this threw to happen. Straight under the busy. <laughs> I just remembered it just then. I've got two. I've got whatever Tyler's thinking about, and I've got whatever I'm thinking about. When I'm driving, <laughs> and I'm just no. Oh, one, I say cunt too much. Yeah, that was my one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so thank you for filling me in on that. <laughs> and my other one is that when I'm driving, I pick my nose way too much. Wow, that was mine as well. <laughs> so, sometimes, like I'm sitting in traffic and I'm like, like you, I just snap out of it. It's like, fuck, how long have I been picking my nose for? And then I go straight to Brown Cardigan and see if I've been posting on a story there or something. But just some bloke just fucking ravaging his nose for green stuff. Digging for gold. <laughs> Legit. Legit. Uh, that's um, a good question. Yeah. I think I should have had more of those. Any other good questions that you just want to see if we want to familiar, familiarise? I can't say that no, word. It's too off the cuff. Yeah. I think, I think you've got to add them in. The Park Up Boys edition every week. That's cool. I yeah, like okay. That. We like it? Yeah. I like it. That's a shoe-in. Yeah. Beautiful. All right. All right. So, Jacko, what's what's your week looking like? <sighs> We've got City to Surf this week. Yeah, we got City to Surf this week. I've just got some new shoes. Hockers? Same hockers. Same hockers. Different, different hockers. Same <laughs> hockers, but different hockers. You've actually gone to Bondi. Bondi 8. Not yeah. sure how I feel. Definitely way more comfortable than my strangled left butt cheek foot yep. in the Arahi Sixers. <laughs> Have you gone for a run in them yet? I went for a four and a half K run in the, in my last ones. Yep. Um, I went for a 400 meter run today. Yeah. How'd you feel? I'm pretty unfit. <laughs> <laughs> How'd the shoes feel? Shoes felt all right. Yeah. Yeah. Not bad. Now yeah. my right foot seems to do that <laughs> thing. So. I have a feeling this is all in your head to an extent. No, oh, that's Massive what I told head the noise. Shout out to Athlete's Foot, Rouse Hill. So good. They are so fucking good. So good. I bought shoes in Melbourne. They didn't fit me. Came to Rouse Hill and they're like, sweet, what do you want? Take them off the wall. <laughs> and I was like, really? So they do this 30-day, like, if you don't like them and you've been fitted for them, just take them back. Get some new shoes, try them on, go for a run. You could run through fucking mud and they'll take them back. That's just commitment to your customer, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. That's good. Is that for only from athlete's foot? Only from athlete's foot. Wow, okay. And it's only if you get fitted. Okay. So if you walk in there and you just take them off the shelf, they won't do it. Yeah. They got to like fit you and have your foot scanned and make sure that people are recommending you the right shoe. Yeah. Yeah, nice. But you didn't get fitted for that, Arahi. I did at Castle Hill. Ah. I got all my scans and I said that. And I said they just didn't have what I wanted at Castle Hill. So I bought it in Melbourne because I was there the next week. Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, about the same. Nice, quiet week, hopefully, to finish it off and rip into the city to serve. Get to the other end. Apparently, it's a bit of a session at the other end. 8.55 start time. 8.55. So by the time we finish... It'll be about six o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon we'll be Sunday. done by eleven. Yeah, 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 yeah. I reckon we'll be done by eleven, and I'm getting stuck into some beers. Really? Yeah, for sure. Apparently, it's a bit of a thing, you know. You get stuck into beers, have a bit of lunch. Fuck. Why? I'm gonna have to run it back just to burn all the beer. <laughs> <laughs> 
So I reckon. So I reckon when's that on Saturday. That's on Sunday. 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 And I reckon the first beer because you're so dehydrated will just go straight to your head. Mm. You're fucking legless like, in are a bomb. Are you guys going to be taking some power gels or? Tyler wants to. What? What's that? The little gels you wanted to buy the four pack. Yeah. Those are the business when I was playing footy. Fourteen k. Fourteen k's though. What do you mean? It's like an hour and a half. Yeah. Are you saying it's not going to be effective? No, like it will, but it's like. I sort of just like the taste of them. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like straight sugar, isn't it? Yeah, it's like a little glucose hit, so your muscles don't cramp up. Mm. Yeah. Cleve. Oh, nothing. Just working. Onion Aubrey. No, that's next week. Uh, you phone week, in Monday to Wednesday night. Phoning in. Mm. Yeah. Lock, locking yep. yourself in a room for three yes. hours. I'll I'll call in from the pokies at the commercial hotel in Albury. <laughs> <laughs> Brad? Uh, just working as well. Just working away. Nothing on this weekend. No golf. So, yeah. Boo. Pretty average weekend. Had a stinker on Saturday. All the boys on playing golf. Oh. All sub 30 points. I think I was sub 20. I, I was 20. My boss laughed at me when I told him. <laughs> I think anyone will laugh at you yeah. if you tell him you scored 20 points. Yeah. He said, and you're That's playing what my wife scored. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you say? That's what he my said, wife scored. He said, That's what my wife scored this weekend. And she plays at 45. <laughs> yeah, she also <laughs> plays off the Reds. Yeah. So if you're 18 handicapper and you shoot 20 points, what so do you add, what add do you 16 shoot? to 18. 34. 34 over. That's 100. That's more. That's more than 100. That's 110. That's yeah. 105 because it was past 69. It is a past 69, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Sounds all right to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, we'll wrap it up. Another podcast, another week at the park up. Can't wait to park up again next week. It's been unreal. Thanks, Love boys. It. Thanks, boys. Look Always forward to time. it every week. Brought to you by Hawker.